Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Week in Gaming podcast. And what do you know? It's been a big week in gaming. I'm into for episode 67 on this Sunday, the 2nd of January, 2022. In this week's show, we'll be discussing is GoldenEye 007 about to get an Xbox release? Our second game of summer of the year, 1995 nominee special on LucasArts Full Throttle. We reveal the results of our 2021 gaming resolutions and set our 2022 goals. And we wrap up the show with our most anticipated games of 2022. As always, if you want to support the show, jump on Big Wig Pod and follow us on your favorite social media platform of choice. Swinney, the hype man. Yes, so we're covering full game of some other year. We're covering full throttle this week, but next week is a feature on Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy Kong's Quest. That's never been done on the show before. <laughs> we're doubling up, baby. <laughs> well, look, it's nominated. We have to talk about it, and it'll be the first time Mike's played through it. So mm-hmm. he'll have. Some, an interesting take, I think, as a newbie coming back to it years and years after. And I think should Mike good. should carry that whole segment. Okay. <laughs> he looks worried. A little. <laughs> a very little bit worried, which is about the size that the segment would be if I had to carry it. <laughs> and we have, we have a very important uh, correction, Swinney. I know. As soon as I said it, I said, oh, I'm going to have to look this up after the show, and I was wrong. Uh, so in our Worms retrospective or Games Mother feature for Worms last week i mentioned that they introduced the best worms weapon ever the holy hand grenade in worms 2 it was mm-hmm. actually introduced in the director's cut of the first worms oh. game so did, did, did the director's cut come before or after worms 2 it came before uh, <laughs> you know, that's kind of a good question that's kind well, of some, sometimes when they... he's sweating is, he, is this no. gonna be the first double correction <laughs> no it came before like worms okay. worms got a director's cut and worms 2 okay. came after that okay but, yeah i'm not that sweating that then. one yeah, <laughs> I was just like, I'm just embarrassed regardless because I got it. Anytime I make I'll a mistake, stop. which is often, I'm always embarrassed. I, I don't know. You're, you're pretty thorough. I have to. I, That's I, why he's I got high standards. Yeah. I just Very say, I think, I think I just say a lot more, so I get a lot more wrong. So. No, I think I think the ratio. You're the best, and then I think I'm second best, and Mike is clear favorite for saying the most wrong things per word. <laughs> like how many wrong things per thousand words? That's what I want to want to judge one day and, and mm. anyway i do not have a question of the week so i've failed ah, and as we do yeah. and there's a tradition in the show once someone fails it hands over to the other host so now mike is carrying on the question of the week until he fails so what is your question of the week before we get into banter yeah okay so my question of the week is if you could live in any gaming universe oh which one would it be and why how did you come up with that like in two seconds i don't know you just asked me and i'm like all right i gotta come up with something (laughs) mine is incredibly boring because honestly apart from a couple of things it's not that different from like our universe it's probably stardew valley i just love like (laughs) that's good yeah you know just it's just like a very homely town and a farm and stuff and then you've got some there is some craziness going under under the ground in that game Mm. but other than that and i won't likely won't die because you don't die in that game so that has to be a That's factor. True, like when I was thinking of <laughs> yeah. like Hyrule and stuff, I'm like, mm. no, <laughs> I don't want a moon coming down, killing me every three days. Uh, I'll probably say the world of Leisure Suit Larry. 
No, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I, the first thing that came into my mind was the Mushroom Kingdom, but then I'm like thinking, hmm, what would maybe I could live in New Donk City and work there, <laughs> live in live in this world. <laughs> so then I get to meet Mario and see what he looks like. In, if I'm kind of almost a humanoid fashion, and he's he's like his regular cartoon Mario. How about you, Mike? Where would you want to live? It's funny because I, I came up with the question real quick, but not an answer for it. So this is, <laughs> this is a tough one. Should have, I should have reversed it. You I probably forgot with... he had to actually answer the question. I did. I think did. No, yeah. no. So I was thinking about it and thinking when I was a kid, one, one of my favorite games was Ultima 8. And I really liked the, the world that... It's a really underrated world that that game created about, you know, the four elements and there's, there's like the necromancy... Uh, and the wind, I'm not going to go into the names of it and stuff, but I just thought it was a really cool world. Mike, I haven't I was... played Ultima 8, but yeah. I'm assuming, as it's an RPG, like there's probably a lot of like evil people trying to like yeah. kill you all the time. Uh... Are you sure that's not a game you want to, a world you want to live in? Just, just No, asking. I was thinking about that, which is why I wouldn't say something like Mass Effect, you know. I'm, <laughs> oh I'm God, okay not, like to, uh, not to... Not uh... <laughs> to... Be at the end of the universe where all life is supposed to be killed off. Spoiler alert. But yeah, it'd probably be that. I don't know. Just I should have said something spot. more topical, like unpacking. Or unpacking, yeah. I, I want to be a little girl in a pixelated world. That's that's my dream. No, but it's more just like everything fits somewhere. It's like, I wish I had yeah. a house where everything has a place. That's true. Like, I find like I'm, you can never do that. Speaking of no. unpacking, at a, it won Eurogamer's mm. Game of the Year. So we weren't that well far off from having that in our top six. <laughs> yeah. And it came down to almost like our top three. Unpacking yeah. was still in there. So that's awesome. Like an Aussie indie game. So. That was really cool, yeah. And beforehand, we were just like, ah, oh, are we going to be like niche or something and put Unpacking yeah. in Game of the Year? I think but we I... were even more niche, to mm. be honest. <laughs> Probably. And I didn't really want to... Uh, I, I, I think it obviously deserved to be a really good game. But yeah, I don't think it... It deserves. It, it wouldn't be game. fair to give it something just because you you're like oh just because it's Australian and stuff. You know what I mean? If oh it was yeah, like selling, no. we're not very selling itself short. We probably yeah. do a bad job with that kind of stuff. Mm. All right, well let's jump into what we've been playing this week. Mm-hmm. Mike, what have you been playing this week? I've been playing uh, a little game that we're going to talk about in more detail later in the podcast. Full Full Throttle, the yeah. remastered version. Uh, the other game that I've been playing is another one that we're going to be talking about, uh, in a few weeks time, uh, called Chrono Trigger, which I'm new to, so I had never played the originals, uh, and I have thoughts, many thoughts, and can I, I will can speak I just about ask this thoughts two weeks. Preemptive. How many JRPGs <laughs> from the nineties have you played? Like, is it like a one hand worth? Probably a hand's worth, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna be the... really interested to hear like it's, I think you've yeah. got it's awesome. Like Swinney is like the most experienced in this space. I've got some experience that you've got definitely the most, like, yeah. New experience. So it's actually really interesting mm. What else have you I mean yeah, I played the Final Fantasies and stuff, but I didn't I didn't play um yeah, a lot of the major other mm. major series. Um so other than that, I got Far Cry six. Um Ooh. I didn't I didn't in- how do I put this? I don't intend to get it per se. It's just I bought a, an SSD because I needed an SSD and it happened to come with a copy of... I realized oh, after I bought yeah, it yeah, okay. that you could uh, you could get a free copy of Fire Cry 6. I'm like, all right, cool. So I, I put my redemption through, came through. I had actually 
half forgotten about it until I was looking through my emails, the unread ones, deleting it, and I'm like, oh shit, there's a code for Far Cry. <laughs> can I can I ask, is it redeemed through Steam? Is it redeemed through Ubisoft? Uh, it's launcher? redeemed through Ubisoft's yeah, launcher okay. or PC. Yeah. So I don't know if you could. I I'm assuming because it's an SSD, you have to. It's only the PC version that you can get. Um, not oh, yeah. you can't just pick a platform and stuff. I I had that with my graphics card, and I had the choice between Battlefield Five and Anthem. And I was like, damn, I'm smart. I picked Battlefield 5. And I actually better, regret it. Yeah. I think it would have been so really? much funnier to get Anthem. It may be, yeah. Because I never watched no, no. Battlefield 5. So. Also, Battlefield 5, I think, was given away for free at some point after that, wasn't it? Sure. Well, yeah, pretty much Anthem was yeah. as well, right? I mean, yeah. Anthem is, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. So you, you have to. Far Cry 6, how do you find it, it so fast? You're pretty good. So I, I played it because I've been, you know, trying to play a bit of Chrono Trigger. I've been trying to go through full throttle. Mm. I didn't give it the, the justice it it deserved but I, I actually played it quite a bit so i'm on the past the tutorial island onto the main island causing causing havoc so far it's it's far cry obviously it's the same formula as every single other far cry so far really um but you could clearly tell it's an evolution of the games and in many ways i think it's a positive evolution one thing that i've i've enjoyed so far with it is unlike a lot of other ubisoft games where clearly things feel very cookie cuttery where you know it's a it's a certain thing and they, it repeats that particular thing over and over again there is obviously an element of that it's an element of a lot of game design but at the same time things feel a bit more unique when you go to different parts like you come across things that actually just feel a bit different each time mm. so i feel like they've really um, put a, a lot more effort into into doing that in this game which is which is awesome one thing that I would have loved is just a bit of co-op. It's ever since I think it was what Far Cry Three that had the really good co-op. Did two have it, Swinny? I don't remember if two had I it. I can't remember if two had it or not. I forget which one had it. So it what... had, two definitely had multiplayer, but I don't know if it had co-op. I don't remember if it had co-op, but I didn't know uh, that but Far co-op Cry was awesome. Co-op. Yeah, it's it's actually really hmm. cool in co-op, and you can tell through the game design that the certain certain parts of it that are definitely geared towards co-op fun um you know the, all the vehicles and stuff have co-op things with them mike and i had a good time playing through new dawn which yeah. is a mm. game that's almost good. designed for co-op yeah out of, okay. out of all of them so they're actually pretty yeah. good i i always thought they were really solid games i i enjoyed all the far Cry games i haven't finished a far Cry game properly since probably number oh no actually finished four i think um but beyond that which what there's only five i haven't really uh I don't know if I'll ever finish this one, to be honest, but it's one of those things where you can kind of just dabble in it here and there. Mm. Um, and the last thing that I've been playing is just a bit more Final Fantasy VII uh, retro make into Grad <laughs> Dale Marmalade, as I like to call it. Uh, so so been progressing in that one. Um, as you guys know, I started on PS4, um, played through it quite, quite a little bit, mm. and then I had the upgrade to PS5, took the bit about this last week um i'm well beyond the part that i was into uh on ps4 which is really I'm, cool so i'm asking you a question i probably know the answer to you can't yep. transfer saves between the two can you i actually don't know to be honest i didn't no, want to because i wanted to start from scratch anyway okay that's good yeah that's good. but it's, it's just can, a pain yeah. in the ass you need to install the ps4 version then there's like an update and it sort of like shoots it off to the cloud and then install the ps5 version and it draws it back down Okay. And it's really cumbersome. Like people get super confused on how to do it. So Yeah, the whole process, even just upgrading it was a little bit confusing. I mean, once <laughs> you really bad. get what it is, okay, I get it. But it, anyway. Um but yeah, the game's still still really good. Definitely gonna finish this one. Um, which means I'm gonna put some other stuff aside because I just really, really wanna 
finish this particular game. I don't I don't want this to be one of those games like Neo where I've started it probably three times and never finished it. <laughs> and then I always have to start it again from scratch because I forget. <laughs> so yeah, that was me. Um I actually got... really want to play it, but I just feel like I have to play the original first. But I will I will cover that later. Like yeah. I don't know. It feels very weird to start playing this one when I haven't played all Yeah, and it'd be hard to go back to the original after this one, I reckon. Maybe. Um, maybe maybe it's like it helps in a weird way. I don't know. I think they're um, so different that you're there like I Yeah. Like I can't speak as someone who's played the remake first, of course, then that, but they're just so different. Like it's not That's going, true as well. It's not like going from a remastered version to the original. So. And you know, the other part of it is I'm already past where it finishes Final Fantasy Seven remake. So I'm already past oh, that. Oh, in the actual in the original. original. Ah, cool. So I don't know. <laughs> that kind of makes me feel like, yeah, maybe I'll go play it now. <laughs> Cause Maybe because it feels like there's a lot more padding in this. I'm like, I just got to the part where you fall through the. No, actually, I'm a bit further than that, where you fall through the roof of the church. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, man, that's that felt way earlier in the original. So, like, I can confirm there yeah. is a lot more padding in this. Yeah, well, and it's yeah. not it's like, hours, right? I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying there is. Yeah. It's yeah, like the first. Basically, it's like maybe eight to ten hours worth in the original. It was like eight yeah. hours for me. And then, yeah. so I got eight hours in Final Fantasy VII, and I'm like, wait a second, I'm pretty sure mm. this is where the remake finishes. And I did a, you know, a very, you know, like one of these type of checks, like where I'm trying to cover my <laughs> eyes and not get spoiled, even though Twinnie's tried to spoil this game a million times for me. I'm like, what, like, where, where am I up to? You, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm past the point where the remake ends, so <laughs> maybe I will go play it. But uh, <laughs> what I have been playing, uh, Asterix, Full throttle. We'll cover that in the hype section. <laughs> uh, Chrono Trigger. I'm loving that. Oh, awesome. I, this bloody, I'm, I'm trying to bring it out quickly. The analog pocket is like ruined me. It's absolutely ruined me. So I've been playing uh, Chrono Trigger on the 3DS, like using the DS functionality because my DS, I can't find the charger. So this bloody pocket. Um, mm. And the screen of the pocket is so amazing that now when I go back to play Chrono Trigger, in the DS mode of 3DS, it looks horrible. Like mm. it looks so blurry and like bilinear, like interpolation and all this other kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, I can't keep playing it on the DS. So then I switched to the Super NT. So I've been playing it. And actually it's the first time I've used the Super NT without my CRT. So I had the Super NT plugged into the flat screen TV. Mm -hmm. And man, it looks amazing. Like it's so crazy how, how good it looks. That's like, cool. it's not a bad way to play it. It looks better on the CRT, but it's d damn good playing on the flat screen as well. So I've, I've been playing it, it on uh, on my G GPI. So, you know, the, <laughs> I showed you guys the, the Game Boy looking thing. Yeah. Because, because I bought a copy of it on PC. So then I'm like, okay, if I actually bought a copy of it, can I then, you know, run it through some other means no. on my GPI? Not legally. not. But Morally, you can I'm not, I'm not you saying do. I did it or not. I'm just saying <laughs> maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Maybe, not someone who, maybe I was watching someone who did that. I think that uh, that legal mumbo-jumbo that people have been holding on to for like 20 years is probably related to the exact version of the same game. Like, oh, I have I have a physical version of the SNES Chrono well, Trigger. That means well, technically, like be allowed legally, probably in US law. <laughs> well, but just on that, and this is like a massive diversion, and I'll, I'll go really quickly on it. I was listening to a legal expert who is in sort of like the video game field and entertainment field, 
Hmm. And number one, it's never been tried. No one's ever hmm. tried that case in court. So we don't hmm. know the answer. That's the fundamental truth of it. But their view is, and this is Hoaglor, if you want to check it out, they've got a really cool YouTube channel. His view is he doesn't believe it would be legal if you've downloaded the ROM. And even if you own the game, his hmm. view is maybe you can mount a pretty good case if you've taken your game and hmm. basically extracted the ROM onto your own computer and then used that ROM. Ah, oh, then right? you did it. Yeah. That's exactly what Mike said. what I mean, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Now I've been playing it on PC. And the Australian um, laws totally The PC version <laughs> anyway. using, <Just> me, <laughs> using DOSBox. So it is my Projected copy of the game. Projected onto your GPI or whatever it is. IO. Well, no, because yeah, you can play DOSBox. The, the GPI has DOSBox. So if you have there the you actual yeah. legal don't, file. I don't, I don't think it's a ROM file. I don't uh, think Chrono Trigger, Trigger runs on DOSBox. Yeah, it's not, it's not a DOSBox. Just put it out there. Yeah, it's not. I tried it works. But anyway, let's go on. Uh, so anyway, but yeah, that's it's been really Wait, cool. This is not even you. You're, this is my no, sorry, no. I was just saying, <laughs> Chrono Trigger. There's so many ways to play Chrono Trigger. It's insane. But but not on the Switch. But not on the Switch, which, which is, is a ridiculous. Pain and then one of the other game of summer things. I know. Earthbound. Not on the Switch. Also not on the it's Switch. Not on the Switch. You right? can't. It is <laughs> yeah, no, but it is on the on the SNES Mini. It's so, SNES which Mini, is man. where I'm going to be playing. Pain in the ass, man. So. Fucking pain in the ass. Uh, outside of that, I finally got around to watching the new South Park post-COVID, the return of COVID movie. Chef's kiss take on like <laughs> their view on COVID and then also their view on NFTs, which they would have written they did it. maybe huh? seven or eight weeks ago. And it's still so perfect, their take on NFTs. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. But when they started talking okay. about NFTs, I laughed my ass off. It was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Awesome. At the start of the week, I beat uh, Drill Dozer. Man, this game is so good. This is like, I'm like, I was putting this mental tier list for Game Boy Advance games. This is like right up there. This is maybe like top 10 for me already. Like, wow. I needed to let it sit, but you know, like the start of the game was quite simplistic and everything, but it builds really well the mechanics, just like of the simplicity of using this drill and you're able to use other equipment and it's really, really cool. And it's got like, <laughs> you're like this mic, it's got like a Metroidvania type mechanic in it so you can play oh, cool. through the whole game beat it but then you can actually go back there's all these parts of the levels and there's a platformer there's all these parts of the levels you can't access until the end of the game where you can get like a new drill bit and you can go back and get through those areas and they're super uh. challenging it's like a game i look at it i'm like i might go back to it and play like the harder levels it's really like well executed and awesome to play on um the analog pocket mm -hmm. so i really enjoyed that and I've finally been able to play Mole Mania. I've always wanted to play this game. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto uh, was one of the designers of this game. Ah, cool. It's got his hands all over it, like his style. Um, and it's just awesome. Um, very, like, simple uh, like puzzle type game. But surprisingly long. Like, I checked out, like, I got through the first world. And I'm like, okay, it's fairly long. And I checked how long to beat. And it's like... 10 hours or something like that. I was like, hmm, okay, that's pretty long for a Game Boy game. Um, so, like, I actually had to put the Game Boy, well, sorry, the Analog Pocket down because I, I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to even get through all of Chrono Trigger <laughs> and all this other stuff. So I'm like, okay, i got to put this to the side because this is getting a bit out of control. I'm playing this thing, like, 24-7. And the last thing I'll mention is uh, Rhythm Tengoku. Is that right, Swinny? Yeah, Tengoku. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've always wanted to play this as well. This is like a Japanese Nintendo published, I believe, rhythm game. That's and Nintendo made as well. 
Yeah, uh, intelligence yeah. systems, I think it is. Yeah, but that's what I'm like. They're so it's not systems. Nintendo, but I get what you're saying. No, it's like second yeah. party. Yeah. Yeah. So it's from the same folks who do WarioWare um, and preceding uh, Leap Beat Agents, but around the same time of Guitar Hero. So it was like the golden era of these kind of like rhythm based, music based, you know, little micro games and mini games. It's super cool. There's this weird like freeform drum mode where you have the ability to like use the D-pad A and B and left and right to control all aspects of the drums. And I'm like, surely someone on YouTube has like played, <laughs> you know, Meshuga Bleed or something like that. And there's zero videos of anyone doing anything with this. And I'm like, this is, this is a good opportunity. I need to do something here. This is like too funny to pass up because it's just, it's, it looks so amusing. And I feel like you could just, it's like meme, instant meme territory. You just like take that part and then put like the actual video to the side. I don't know. It's, it's funny for me, but it's really fun. I absolutely love rhythm heaven games. So I've, I've got the one on, I had one on DS. Yeah. On DS. And I had the one on the Wii as well. And it's just, as you said, they're so simple, but they're so like, it gets, they get so challenging, especially when they start introducing off beats yeah. You're like, oh my god, I have to actually like go on the offbeat as opposed to on the beat, which is just not natural for everyone can most people can follow a general beat, but as soon as you introduce offbeat, it's like, oh, what's it's so unnatural. Mm. Yeah. So. And you know, like not to like I'll try to say this in a balanced way. I've played guitar for a long time. So these games typically like as soon as I play it, it's like I can you know breeze through it. This one is like a Japanese style one. This one's tough. Like straight away mm. I was like failing. I'm like, holy shit, I need to like zone in and like tap the beat to actually get it it's so low tolerance um mm. and yeah this is a pre precursor to like this is you know the first game and rhythm mm. paradise slash heaven is the second on the mm. ds but we never got rhythm ten goku so that's why i really wanted to play it i just wanted to see how they actualize that on the game boy advance and it's really cool like really well made um so yeah lots of analog pocket stuff i'm gonna put it down like as much as that pains me, because <laughs> mm, I sure. really want to play it uh, all the time, and I love it so much. But uh, yeah, I got to put it down so that I play some other games, or else I'll never play these games in some some other year. But how about you, Swinny? What have you been playing? So, uh, like you guys, been playing play through Full Throttle. So chat about that later. Um, mm-hmm. Also wrapped up. I was a little worried I wouldn't get to it, but my <laughs> true achievements: t- twelve days of Christmas challenge that I put on the back burner while I was rushing to finish my Final Fantasy games I needed to do. So I've I completed all the days where, you know, I'm not going to explain it. I'll just say that it's achievements, it's Christmas, they mix the two, and it's a good lot of fun. So but does actually, it end? When does it end? When was the deadline for that? So that you have until the end of December to do it. Oh, so, so. it was midnight as well is your resolutions. Interesting. Yeah, I did it a few days before oh, okay. um, because I needed – I was waiting until – I got to Final Fantasy X-2 because I knew any achievements unlocked in that would work towards one of the days because oh, okay. it was a RPGs. Mapped and then out. the last day was Leapfrog Challenge where I got to play a whole bunch of random games again, including, oh, tell you what, Master, uh, Halo Mastership Collection is like a godsend for this stuff because so many people played it, which means the ratios, like the difficulties inflated. So oh, I was able okay. to like unlock easy achievements that <laughs> are inflated because hundreds of thousands of people played it like they just um, boot into it play one or two multiplayer games quit out of it and then all the achievements aren't realized so well it's just it's random harder, things yeah? like oh, find this skull on this level so yeah, most okay. people don't go don't out of the way to do yeah. that stuff so it's high ratio but yeah, it's super enough. easy um and another 
rare replay i went back to that um and i was able to get a really a lot of really high of rare it's I was about to say rare achievements. <laughs> rare achievements. Rare achievements or rare replay. Rare, that, rare achievements. Um, because I've progressed so far in rare replay, I unlocked a lot of all the behind the scenes stuff. And all I need to do was watch the behind the scenes videos. Ah. Not even holding and then I unlocked like super high ratio oh. achievements. So um nice. so that that was cool. The next thing uh I finally got around to checking out Matrix Awakens. Oh, I didn't uh, know this. On okay. the Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. And look anyone that knows what that is it's basically an Unreal engine 5 tech demo using obviously the matrix as a as a as a, you know just a cool thing to show it off um and look it's super impressive of course um i will say that i was a little disappointed by how it ran now i know it's a tech demo so i just found that it was just a little choppy when i was going really? around the city yeah so yeah it, that must be I the difference felt, uh, i don't know look i was I will say it got better when I turned off the traffic and stuff like that. And when I was, because I was basically, I was wanting to see, I was just moving around the building and stuff. I wasn't going super fast and it just was dropping a lot. So as a showcase, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't holding up from a frame rate standpoint. Mm. So I'd really be super keen to check it out on PC if they ever release it. So mm. um, the next thing I checked out was the gunk. The, yeah, the worst pass. name ever. Hmm. Oh, the, oh, it's a great name. It's, it's so fitting as well. I love it. I love the name um, because it's so like basically you're cleaning up gunk, and it's like so it's so fitting. It's because you don't know what it is, so they just call it the gunk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, this is uh, the first three D game I believe from Image and Form, who are responsible for the Steam World's uh, games. <sighs> And play this. So this, uh, so it got added to Game Pass uh, sometime in December. So I want to check it out, but I was just too busy playing all those Final Fantasy games. So finally got around to it. I've only been played about two hours so far. Uh-huh. I'm really loving it. It's really, really cool. It's not, it's not a super revolutionary game or anything so far. It's just a fun game that you explore this unknown alien world, collecting materials, upgrading stuff. It's got some, you know, funny dialogue. It kind of reminds me a bit of, it plays very differently, but it reminds me a bit of Haven, the game I played last year where you're a couple that you're around on an alien world cleaning up this unknown material and saving the wildlife. This game is similar where you're in this unknown world cleaning up this unknown stuff. So Mm. kind of very similar, but they play completely differently. This is almost like a 3D platformer with a little bit of combat. I I think they'll definitely start ramping the combat up um, quite a bit, but just just running around exploring is really, really fun. So I look forward to playing more. So, like, but you are enjoying it so far, or yeah, yeah. I said I'm loving it. So, yeah, man, I I'm, think it's I'm really worth super it. interested in this. Like, because you know, Mike and I are massive fans of Steam World Dig in particular. So I, I like all the Steam World games. So am I. Interesting. Yeah, I, look, I don't know. There's something about it. I don't really understand why they didn't call it Steam World. Like, I, I, I get. I mean, it's, it's just, not it's the same universe. From a marketing point of view. It's Gunk World. No, uh, but I think no, but I think it's they. It's time to branch out from that for them. Mm. You know, they've been stuck in the Steam World universe for so long. Sure. And it's also going 3D was a good chance to do that. Um, and obviously they had a story they wanted to tell and they didn't feel the need to link it in. Uh, I'll just say, like, don't, so far, don't ex- expect anything revolutionary or anything. It's just <laughs> fun, you know. Yeah. Um, but the last thing, last game, <laughs> I played a lot of it. <laughs> the saga. It's time to talk about. Mm, which one? Final Fantasy X-2. So I... 
played about 80 hours of this game. Damn. Um, <laughs> now, I probably put about 10 hours into that before the show last week, so not all of that was since the show. But Jesus, that's crazy, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, basically, this was the last game in my... I'm not going to talk about the resolution part, but I'll just sure, say it was sure, the last sure. game of my resolutions. We've got a whole segment at the end of the show or towards the end of the show about it. Um, at the moment, I'm currently prepping to face like the big super boss of the game. It seems really tough, so I'm just like trying to outfit everything I need to do deal with that. I'm surprised how much I actually love this game. It is very good. Um, I'll get to what I don't like in a second, but it's got its battle system is once I've got my head around it is actually pretty damn good. Now, ten and ten two, uh, like you go into any Reddit forum, Final Fantasy stuff, like they're always highly regarded. They're like fan favorite battle systems. This combines to me the best elements of ATB active time battle system that's like Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9 and all that with the job element. I think it blends it really well. Um, but it's just, oh, it's so cheesy. Like the story of this game is horrible and the the dialogue is horrible. It's that early, or not early, but it's like that mid to late PS2 era voice acting that some <laughs> of it's okay and most of it is absolutely horrible. And so you've got it like... I've. I wasn't letting that get in the way of me enjoying it because I'm like, it's a product of its time, right? Voice acting has come a long way since then, especially Square Enix voice acting. But, man, the story and the stuff that happens, all the scenes are so awkward. It's like a fever dream at some times. You know, I, I sent you guys a clip yeah. earlier in the week. It's actually what is in the B-roll where you have to infiltrate this mansion of a fellow, of a, like a um, rival sphere hunter and you get information out of it by giving a back massage. And it's just really super awkward. Like, all, all your characters are female weedy. characters, right? <laughs> but it's just like, you're like, oh, it just feels so awkward. You know, that this game is just full of awkwardness. But outside of that, as a game, I love it. Um, it's, I don't know where I'd rank it at the moment. I've been, now that I've finished, you mm -hmm. know, pretty much playing through all these games that I can... I can do a tier list at some point, but mm. I still don't know. I still don't know where this stuff sits. Oh, I'm going to be so hated for my thoughts. Can, on can, so we should say, oh my Swinney god, Swinney has the Assassin Assassin's Creed tier list, and Swinney I've known for like 25, almost 30 years, and he is his own man. He is his own man. He sticks to his guns. He doesn't give a fuck about what anyone thinks about things, which I've always respected, right? But yeah. it does lead him to trouble where the internet does not respect people having opinions especially mm. if it's not consensus opinions so you've mm. picked certain games in this Assassin's Creed list that it's almost like flame bait like people yeah. are like thinking you're stirring and it makes me laugh so hard because and I said this to Sweeney before I feel like we should react or we should put up some of the comments because it's so funny when people are like this guy's so dopey. Is this guy real? And it's like, I've played two Assassin's Creed games. I'm like, this dude has played all of them and beaten <laughs> all of them and got 100% on everything. It's like, I yeah. think your opinion, honestly, is just not valid. <laughs> like, sorry. Um, just on the back to something last week as well, um, just some interesting notes. I didn't make, include as a news story this week, but um, we had, um, I think it was TV Sahi conducted a survey of 50,000 Japanese gamers on the top 100 games of all time in Japan. Oh, um, well, that's interesting. And it was pretty cool. And some of the findings were interesting. So Final Fantasy V that I got called being contrarian for ranked <laughs> higher than Final Fantasy IV on that list. Oh. So, but 
guess what? Ranked higher than that. And Final Fantasy VI. Uh, two. Intergot, it's your your uh, your baby that you let go for uh, Game of Some Other Year. Tactics Ogre ranked above Final that, Fantasy VI and you, Final Fantasy V. Thank so, you. Okay. Japan. Yeah. Anyway. No, but I do love Final Fantasy VI, so I was kind of a bit torn on that. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, Final Fantasy V was ranked just before Final, uh, sorry, just after Final Fantasy VI. Back to back, so yeah. Wait, wait. Final Fantasy V was ranked above Final Fantasy. No, no, it's a, no, just like above in terms of it. Like one was like Final Fantasy V was like thirty-one, and six was thirty or something like that. Thirty. Uh, oh, I don't know that. something. I, no, I was I just saying they're next wow. to each other Jeez. on the list. I can't remember exactly okay. what it was. I have to say, Japan's reviews and everything, sometimes it blows my mind. Like, Famitsu, like, that is, like, honestly, the least trustworthy news and review (laughs) site I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Like, some of the games they've given 40 versus, like, you know, 28. It's just insane. Mm. So, But well done on Final Fantasy X-2. Very well done. Well, we don't know if I... Oh, we're heavy, you yeah. know. We'll get oh, to the end. We'll get to the <laughs> You just didn't play it for, for mm. 80 hours. Okay, and, uh, but the thing is, I didn't <laughs> say also if I beat it before the deadline, of which was the uh, New True. Year. So, All right, fair enough. But well, it also didn't say which part of the world you technically... Because we are the first in, in the world, right, to get news, basically. Second, after New Zealand. So you sort of kind of had a few extra hours. All right, all right. We're we're working on Australian time. Yeah, yeah. and we've basically got a lot of stuff in the show, surprisingly, this week. So let's let's motor on. We'll get into actual news this week. Yay! Uh, So is the GoldenEye 007 remaster finally on the horizons? I don't know. You tell us. Likely, according to the list of achievements picked up by Sweeney's favorite website, True Achievements. So there's an achievement list simply titled GoldenEye 007 that was picked up by... It was actually True Achievement Scanners. So they were... Yeah. The, oh, wow. That's that's actually How really How did impressive. they do that? They've, they, they've done... They data they, mine that bastards. No, they... I mean, they've got scanners that they're basically, obviously, you know, scan Microsoft's platforms and stuff. But um, it's not the first game. They do it all the time. It's yeah. just... This is obviously a high profile. So, so clearly, uh, reference levels, speedrun challenges from Nintendo 64's version... Achievements listed are different from those in the unreleased Xbox Live Arcade remaster, which I played or may not have played, depending on legal reasons. Allegedly <laughs> have played. That was, I, I was about to stream it as well. Allegedly have not played. <laughs> that was also going to be 200. I didn't actually know what this symbol means. What's well, it's gamer score. Gamer, so it was meant to be points 200 games. Score? 200. Whatever, 200 w- G's worth of achievements. Okay. Yeah. Whereas this one is 1,000. It's 1,000 so G's. Th- the point is. It, like this is more. not this is not a one to one of like it's not like yeah. an accidental version. They didn't this just is... multiply it by five. No, and the achievements are different. Two mm. users on True Achievements have unlocked what? some achievements known to be rare staff ah. members. In early November mm. last year, Germany unbanned the Nintendo sixty four version. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Mm. So, Sweeney, mm. what do you rate this out of a hundred of this coming out? Coming out. I rate this as a 99.9%. No, 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 99%. Okay. Okay. 99%. (laughs) The reason being is the fact that there's everything, everything looks like this is coming out, right? They, we never, it's been very rare where we've had achievement lists ever picked up for games that don't come out. And normally when they do, they've got all code names on them and stuff, or they're like test things and they get removed. This especially the fact that two known users, rare users mm. have unlocked it means that this is actually, this is happening, which is crazy. Do you think crazy. they screwed up though? Do you think that those two users didn't 
put one and one together that if they're going to play that there's achievements unlock the site's going to scrape and pick that up and someone's going to well somebody screwed up because they shouldn't have put this stuff live yet so but the thing is it's also one of those situations where who knows maybe maybe they don't care and it's just an unorthodox way to to kind of build some hype you know Um, a good idea to build i don't no uh, what i'm saying is like they don't care that it happened but they wouldn't mm. have wanted like they didn't plan on it happening you know that's mm. what i'm getting at um but look basically the fact so it does specifically reference like beat a time of two minutes five seconds on on uh facility which is like oh. a famous speed run cool. of the original so this mm. is clearly not a remake in the terms of sense that it, it all the challenges are based on the n64 yeah. version yeah, yeah. So it's very clearly some remaster of some sort, whether or not it's something brand new or they build upon that XBLA version, um, I'm not sure. All I know is that the two that I was thinking about it before, the two things that really dates GoldenEye is one, graphics, which I kind of count frame rate as part of that, and two is controls. Like the actual game design still very strong, I think. So with the Perfect Dark version that they put in Xbox Live Arcade, they fixed those two things really well. So the, it controlled great and it looked amazing for an, an, a remastered N64 game. So if they do those two, like this could end up being a really fantastic version of GoldenEye, especially if it's course got, you'd hope it's got online multiplayer. You'd really hope it mm. would. Well, I played the, allegedly, the Xbox Live Arcade leaked remaster and that was great. Like, and mm. you're right, like, the design of the game, while simple, of course, because it's of its time, it's awesome. It's a good fun. Like, it's like it's one of those games where, and I always think this is a bit of a test. You start playing it. I'm just going to test it out, just make sure it's working, feel the controls a little bit, and then you lose an hour. And you're like, shit, mm. I was literally only going to test it for five minutes just to see what it's like. And you're like, this is awesome fun. It's GoldenEye. Like, it's kind of the version that you have in your head that you played in the 90s, the xbox live arcade version like you know you go back to the actual n64 version the controls horrible the frame rates horrible you just it's very jarring but yeah when i played the xbox live arcade version i was like this is awesome so i think as long as it's not worse than that which i'd be shocked Mm. if it is i think this could be really cool and one thing i wonder and i want to get you guys like maybe your view on it mike is we know as part of the nintendo switch online functionality and then also you know nintendo's been dealing with microsoft a lot if you look at banjo kazooie they brought it into smash and then they're also bringing banjo kazooie to nintendo switch online which would need microsoft's buy-in i wonder if this is one element where they've sort of said yeah and because we've published goldeneye 007 you guys can then like we're okay from our end for you guys to release that now they need to get other rights like mgm and everything else and i think the author their estate needs to sign off on it as well as a million different rights as phil spencer Mm. has said many times but do you think that that banjo kazooie deal has got anything to do with it (laughs) no idea well i know that you don't have any idea idea. it could be could be could be related and stuff uh as, as a bit of a trade deal but I don't know because I, I also can't comment because I wasn't huge on the original uh, GoldenEye other than played a little bit on 64 as well and wasn't also unfortunately massive on Benjo and Kazoo even though that's supposed to be an excellent game so but you you played most I mean you played GoldenEye quite a bit haven't you Swinney and I think you were quite big on 
Benjamin, and Tui and Benjamin, Kazooie and yeah, Benjamin. I feel like Mike doesn't know us. I've played, I've played all these games to death. Um, like, I know. Like, pretty rare, pretty you much. Have, you have rare tattooed on your butt. For, pretty much anyone that grew up with an N64 right. is a high likelihood they've played a lot mm. of GoldenEye. So it, yeah, was that, it was that massive. Um, yeah, look, it could have definitely had an impact. Um, I would say that if they end up ever adding that to the N- N64 Switch Online thing, you'd God, I hope they've mm. improved the emulation by that point. But um, yeah, I reckon. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. yeah, look, like I think just going back to your point about the marketing before we move on to the next story, I just think this is terrible marketing. Like this is exactly what you'd want in like an Xbox Direct or whatever you want to call. It. I don't want even hmm. what they're called, but you know, keep a secret, 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 secret. They have one of those little things, and then it fades out, and then boom, dun, 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 dun. i got to make it a little bit different so we don't get striked. Um, <laughs> I think it would be amazing. Everyone would be like, holy hmm. shit, they're bringing Goldeneye back? Like, that moment is ruined. Like, when yeah, I found yeah. out about this, it's because it's a bit like, uh, yeah, I think it's probably about 95 to 99 as well as you, Swinney, right? It's almost a certainty. The only thing that's going to stop it is the rights holders change their mind or something like that. Something crazy happening and then mm. it gets canned, but it's not fun way to announce it. It's shit, to be honest. I would love to be like doing a reaction with you or Mike or something, watching it and then boom, Goldeneye. Now when that happens, we're going to be like, oh yeah, we know about this. Like, it's not fun. <laughs> I, it's really not fun. I love it, but I'm super biased because it's to do with true achievements. So anything, anything to do with true achievements, I love it. So. Uh, I need to get my scrapers going so then we, you can get excited about Bigwig. The big wig scrapers can be going. All right. Is there anything else you guys wanted to cover on this before we move on? No. Uh, let's go. All right. And in other news, not so happy. The Panda hardware team has provided an important quote and unfortunate end quote update on its upcoming GameCube style Panda controller. It's been cancelled. Uh, the Kickstarter, at least. So it stated that uh, it's due to difficulties with their manufacturing partner and blackouts in China due to COVID. The Kickstarter raised over 2.5 million US, uh, sorry, Australian dollars so far, surpassing all the stretch goals, estimated for delivery on December 2022, and the Kickstarter has been cancelled. So we covered this a week or two ago. It would have been two weeks ago. It was like four weeks ago. Oh, really? Was it that far? That's how quick this month has gone. Yeah, I mean, like... crazy. I was like really bummed out about this. I was kind of a bit mm. blown away by it because it kind of got so much hype, so much energy behind it. I got to a point where I'm like, ah, I probably have to get one of these things. We, we covered this on our show on the 5th of November. No. Wow. Sorry. No, not November. December. No, 5th of December. Okay, that, that's December. more. December, yeah, yeah. No, so I know it said yeah. November, but that's just another <laughs> example. Like this show of me not updating the date in our little intro. Hey, I handled that all right. <laughs> You did, you did, you didn't. So you didn't blame me for it. I was, for it. <laughs> I, I was thinking of it. Yeah, but um, yeah. What like what? Could, it it seems like they're still going to do this. So they're talking oh, about yeah. getting internal funding. I don't know, man. Like, what what do you think about this, Winnie? This is like a weird one. Yeah, look, it completely sucks. Like, it must it must have been heartbreaking for them to mm. have to make this call. Um, because we've had other. Kickstarters and other, you know, projects like this on a similar Pocket. level. Yeah, where they just delay. Days. Yeah, where they just delay and just delay. But the problem with Kickstarter, and I look, if I get some of this info wrong, then then I'm wrong. But I believe, you know, once the Kickstarter's ended, there's no it's it's you can't just free fund people, right? Yeah. So the idea was they don't know when they're gonna be able to 
deliver this. They know there's massive demand way higher than their expectations. They can now use that demand to gain, as you said, internal funding because they know they can point to the number. Um, and they, I think they just wanted to not deal with the headache. And they just said, look, we're going to cancel and refund everyone because they don't literally don't know when it's going to be ready. So. That's really cool, though, that, you know, clearly they don't just take the money and piss off or take the money and say, oh, we spent the $2.6 million doing R&D and mm. our partners couldn't deliver blind. Sorry, too bad, so sad. The fact that they're refunding it is actually pretty good. You don't get that all the time on Kickstarter. There's, there's, one, there's almost an expectation there that it's a risk. You put the money in, hopefully they'll deliver the product. Like, chances are they will if they want to maintain their reputation, but it doesn't always happen. So I think it's really good that, that at least they're taking this approach. So there's still a chance that they'll do something. And I, I think they'll always won't get be too deliver it. It's just the idea of them holding on to the funds to 2023, 24, potentially. That would have right? people off too much. And yeah. the negative energy that that would drive. Yeah. Just going, oh my God, when are they going to do this? Like, and they I took the right, the right approach, stuff. I think. Especially I, that they're growing their brand in the, you know, like with the Nintendo tournaments and all that stuff. Mm. Like, they couldn't risk the. Mm, they, no. Their brand was on such yeah. a high, they couldn't risk it. Yeah, I think that yeah. Nintendo part of it is like massive. And then it always sort of makes me wonder, you know, like this is, there's two big speculation that I have. I do wonder if Nintendo are like kind of, because they're getting close to them. Like they're going to host a whole, mm. you know, Smash series with them. That's really crazy and interesting. And I just look at it and I kind of wonder, I'm like, hmm, like, you know, imagine if, Nintendo are going to co-brand or do something crazy like that. I mean, Nintendo have been mm. doing a few things like that recently, like allowing like indie studios to take, you know, Zelda and uh, create like with the Crypto, the Nectar Dancer, you know, that was crazy that they made a, a spin-off game there. I, like I, that's one part. The other part is I feel like, you know, with the whole chip shortage, stock, you know, supply chain problems, they're probably, you know, we're just getting a really bad deal. And then I wonder, and this is probably the negative side of it and the cynical side, I do wonder if they look at it and go, man, we're going to just take a bath on this if we sell it at this price. What we could do is cancel the whole thing, bring some, you know, like have a new pre-order thing midway through next year and do a like, for one day you can get that same price that we listed and then end it or even go, you know, for the first 10,000 people, you can get an X price and then beyond that, it's going to be an adjusted price or something like that, or even adjust it from the start. And, you know, if they do that, I think people will get pretty pissed, but I don't know. I just kind of wonder about that because it's like 90 US dollars, this controller. There's a mm. lot of technology in it. Well, like they will, lot. I don't know the legalities of this, but they will have lists of people that had signed up for the Kickstarter so they can potentially even offer if they have to increase the price. They could offer at the original price to those people as part of as a goodwill thing. I don't so. know if they'll be able to do that. So. Yeah, it's like a legal. Yeah, I don't thing, know the legal I mean, side of that. I'm just yeah. saying, like, they could potentially. That's that's that'd be a smart. possible option. Yeah, but so. how much are people willing to to pay as well? Because uh, heaps more, a, a, heaps more. Existed. I reckon. I mean, when you look at the the Xbox um, Elite controller, that's what 250 bucks Australian. RRP? It's very. It's a very different thing, though. Like, I know it's a different thing, but I'm talking product. about. The, 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 you know, if you're comparing the functionality that it has, and to be honest, I was disappointed at the quality of the 
$250 Xbox Elite controller. I, kind of I remember when like, I got the original, like it was pretty this shit. Thing was kind of for that kind of way money. crazier than the Xbox. Yeah, I feel like functionality wise, mm. this almost does Dude, more stuff. I'm not talking, no, I'm not talking functionality, that. I'm talking like the, the build quality. Like the build quality so I, I, I can't speak shit. to I can't speak to the Elite yeah. One. Fight, the Elite, fight, 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 no, fight. I can't speak to the Elite One because I never had one. The Elite Two feels like a like it's a premium. it it's feels premium. ridiculously premium. Well, you bloody expect Whereas the bucks, Panic but, Trial, while yeah. it seemed cool and I was considering getting one, it it kind of looked and that's what I'm saying, like it looked because I obviously could never got to feel it. Hmm. Um it definitely looked like a more budget budget item than anything. Like of course, yeah, that's, this is why it's you know ninety US, which would be let's say one fifty here versus mm-hmm. two fifty. So yeah, I'm just saying, I think it's yeah. I think comparing those two kind of things is 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 pointless because the I two, know it's pointless. But what what I'm saying is very different people and they're very different yes, style of products. But, but what 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 I was trying to get at is that clearly, you know, the elite controller, if people are willing to pay two hundred and fifty bucks to get a few extra buttons effectively what it comes down to in a premium feeling controller i can imagine that that people that are really into tournament gaming are willing to spend quite a bit to to play those kind of games you know what i mean so yeah. well i they definitely are i think the, 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 clo- the better comparison is the fact that they already shell out a lot just for gamecube controllers already mm. so yeah and that's, exactly. that's that's, that's, right, that's yeah. the so. that's the target market for this yeah. so i look I, I kind of disagree with you Sweeney. i think mike's point is pretty apt it's people are willing to spend a lot more money on controllers than i think console manufacturers previously realized and i feel like that extends to gamecube controllers that extends to oh i didn't of know, course they are i'm not yeah. saying that i just don't think comparing the xbox elite controller to this thing I think it's pointless. I think we need to compare it to what they currently do, which is go out and buy actual GameCube controllers or similar products. Yeah, look, I so. th- 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 I'll never disagree with that is the most accurate way to compare, right? People yeah. are willing to pay $250 to get the right GameCube controller. Yeah. You know, they're going to be willing to pay $90 US to get one that's pre-done and they can program, of course, right? But I, I think Mike's point is pretty apt, though, that people are just willing to spend more money on this kind of stuff, right? I like, know, I would I pay way more money if I could get a better Switch Pro controller. Like, the D-pad on the Switch Pro controller sucks, right? And mm. it's not as bad as the Xbox 360 D-pad, but it's not that much better. Um, but yeah, like, it's funny. I don't know. I find the whole pricing thing in this space really weird. Like, and I'm coming from, obviously, a business person perspective, but, like, with the pocket, I'm going to, like, show it up on the screen for the fifth time now. <laughs> like... This thing could have been priced at it was priced at 199 US dollars, right? It could have been priced at 399 US dollars and it would have sold the exact same amount of units. As a business person, I find that weird. Like I don't understand that. Can you explain that to me? Oh, you you're, you're expecting answers uh, from us? No, mm. not not happening. I just think it's maybe, weird. maybe, I don't know. Uh, I can make ugh. literally twice as much money and then that's all profit. That's like not even twice as much money. That's they could be making like five times as much that, money. I mean, that's that's reaching. You know, that that's delivered would have been over six hundred. Dude, I would have bought I, this I would, at three hundred ninety nine US dollars. I would have. Okay, you yeah, I guess I there, wouldn't. That's there where is I there gone. is a cutoff that's, line for some that's people. A cutoff for me, yeah. Oh, of not course. for you got not the price for the super, not mm. for the super enthusiasts, of course. Like they will shell out, but yeah, like because you've got to factor but, in. There's some people yeah. that also. We'll actually go in and buy games for this as well. So yeah, absolutely. A lot of people. Would, I mean, I have to do that. So 
Yeah, no, but, but a lot like, of people, you're right, would would have would have paid four hundred bucks US. No, no, for sure. That's just the supply demand curve. My point is, they only made like ten thousand of these, or some ballpark like that, right? Like they're gonna have you're gonna have ten thousand maniacs like me, easy, mm, minimum, easy. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah, that's what I don't understand because they're never gonna sell a million of these. I don't know why they price it like you know they're what, gonna sell a million. You know what someone needs to do? They need to go and make an entire like segment based on how many potential analog pockets could <laughs> the analog. <laughs> company sell based on the cyber truck and tesla over here we have <laughs> I, think that was the third, I think that was the mike that was the third episode of our show that you got went insane oh, wow. i like that stuff <laughs> awesome. i think it was the third stuff. episode go check that out if you're interested cool. well, I, i've got nothing else to say about this panda thing i will check it out when they reissue it and see how much it is and everything like that um yeah, I'm just I'm just nervous that it's going to be more than than it was going to be. And then that's going to be interesting. So mm. let's get on to our last news story. And surprise, surprise, it's not a big it's not an episode of Big Week in Gaming without a story about the analog pocket. And I'll just have to show it on the screen for the first time in the show. Oh, uh, what? You have one? <laughs> Once again, I couldn't see it properly. <laughs> I'll show you the hard case. Um so, oh, that, that, that's meant to be really good, apparently. No, I don't like the hard <laughs> I know. This week, we've only got a few updates, some cool updates to share. Uh, so first, there was an update to the Pockets firmware. So hopefully, mm-hmm. Mike is updated. And we'll, like, well, Actually, I'm, still I'm, I'm burying the lead here. Waiting Mike. for mine. Yeah. Mike, do you have an analog pocket? No, I'm waiting for mine. You're waiting for yours? Yeah, remember too early to 2022, my order was I don't know why you're through. playing this game. Yeah. This is weird. Mm. okay we'll talk about this offline um so there was an update to the firmware i just had a few things to call out that i thought was cool uh number one that they there was a noise channel issue with shante and uh the one of the youtubers that i really like uh mvg he actually worked on porting shante so he's very familiar with that game to nintendo switch and as soon as he played it it was like oh the sound's not right on this right wow that's so. and then the developer of the fpga kevtris was he actually commented on this Discord that I'm in. And he's like, ah, oh, damn, a new MVG would find some problem. I'm going to have to fix this. And that was part of the fix. That they, and they actually That's called so it cool. out, Shante. <laughs> right? And I think they, yeah. I'm not sure. Did they write something about MVG? I don't think they did, actually. Um, they also did a really cool update to the Game Boy Advanced, uh, Advanced, sorry, uh, original display mode. So just to kind of like make the grid pop out a little bit. It looks better. And then an important update to Game Boy Studio, and I will come to this in a second, that you can now save in Game Boy Studio games if they're in Game Boy mode, which is very important because onto the second update, there is still no jailbreak uh, for the system, but some very clever people in the community have figured out how to get Game Boy and Game Boy Color games to play without the cartridge or flash cart. So this is not a jailbreak. This is actually stock, stock firmware, as we say in the business. And based on the thumbnail, this is what you came to hear about. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So <laughs> just to explain the technical stuff, it's pretty interesting. So the, you know, nano loop is one of the features of the analog pocket, which is really cool. I'll have to cover that at some point. Uh, it's, it's like a synthesizer, Game Boy synthesizer that's built into the pocket. But also, you can play Game Boy Studio games. So check out Game Boy Studio. It's really cool. It's like a drag-and-drop Game Boy maker. Uh And the way that they do that is they literally take, like, effectively, like, a Game Boy ROM and then do a few tweaks to it, right? So specifically, 
The actual Game Boy, the way it works, so you got the LCG LCD control register. So it's a specific address that the Game Boy refers to. So it's actually looking up at this address, right? And it, it controls things like, are you showing objects on the screen or not? Are you showing the background or not? All these kind of things, right? Mm-hmm. And then also the status of the LCD screen. So those things, one of them is in a different location. Like they've moved it to a different location. And the tricky part of it is that they've actually flipped all the bits. So without getting super technical, basically you've got a byte that's eight bits. So all zeros and ones. So eight zeros and ones. Because you have eight zeros and ones, you could actually think of those things as, is the screen on or off? Like zero or one, right? So you have eight switches effectively that you have. What they've done analog is they've said for our format, all of those things are reversed. So instead of being like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, it's now eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, right? So okay. they've done that for the LCD control register and the status register. What people have done, and actually I've done this myself on one game. What you have to do is you have to disassemble the game, bring it back into assembly language, like basically machine code. Then you look at every single time the Game Boy says, I want to see the LCD control register or the status register. So you go, okay, that's where it's called it. Then instead of adding like a one, so flipping the eight switch, I'm like, oh, I've got to flip the first switch because it's reversed, right? So you actually have to go through every single thing, change all of those assembly code, recompile the game, and then it runs. And people... Witchcraft, Winnie. People have gone freaking nuts. So shout out to Best Pig... Infinest and uh, Jose JX, because uh, they're the ones who are like doing the most work in this space. They're converting like a whole stack of games and Jimmy Duck Egg, who collates it all onto a few different forums. So if you want to check all this stuff out, go into the Analog Pocket subreddit. Yeah. But they've converted around 90 games, from what I know. Wow. Uh, which platforms? So Game Boy and Game Boy Color only. Okay. So this will not work, as far as I understand, ever work on like Game Boy Advance. Yep. Okay. I anticipate the jailbreak to come out probably as part of version 1.0 firmware update. So probably next month or the month after, or uh, like I kind of have the view if it doesn't come out next month or the month after, it's never coming out the jailbreak. Wow. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Like I think they've done these jailbreaks kind of like it's, it's been this unofficial, official, unofficial thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if they just changed their mind. It's not an obligation. Like, well, they're not promising to do it. Surely someone else yes, would like yeah. 100%. Someone will like, but you know, it's not the most simple device. Like, so I do wonder how hard it will be to properly hack it. But you're 100% right, Swinney. Like, in built in it, it has the functionality to update the firmware. Whenever you have that, it's almost like mm. guaranteed someone will figure out a way to break it. You, you've just got to load a Tony mm. Hawk disc into it. Ah. <laughs> and then cram uh, it into the cartridge. Quickly jam it out. <laughs> like open the lid. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I thought that this was really cool. You know, people, it's quite funny to watch people, you know, update the games and then they've missed bugs or something and then they have to do a new patch. Uh, it's all very manual and hacky and everything like that, but it's really cool. It's really funny. <clears throat> uh, and it did make me shocked at how many people are just waiting for a jailbreak. Like so many people are like, oh my w- God, the jailbreak's yeah. not come yet. Like they literally have no Game Boy games. So Because it's, I mean, having now tried that, to, to bring up that old chestnut again, the GPI or GPI, whatever you want to yeah, call yeah. it, I can see crazy potential to be able to to use 
platforms like SNES or, or other things on a device like this. Yeah. It's, it was, it's mind-blowingly cool to be able to do stuff like that, to have it in your hands. And the problem is for a lot of people, you just... The certain games you just can't you can't access almost any other way. There's there's no way to actually buy it. I mean, no no way to like I'm talking about buy something in a modern way. You can't yeah. just walk into a shop and legally go, I would like a, a SNES, please, and I would like the following game cartridge. It's literally lost in time. Like, yes, you can go on eBay and yes, you can do that, but that's that's all secondhand markets. It's it's zero sales, zero money being made for the companies that made those games. And unfortunately, yeah, this 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 seems like a cool way to be able to experience those things for people that never got a chance in the first place. And just on that, we haven't heard anything about it, but there's two FPGA chips on this device, and they've specifically built it in the way the more powerful one people are able to develop for. So that's where the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color um, FPGA code sits. But you can actually overwrite that with a different sort of like uh core like so very much like a mister but as opposed to mister mister people will get really angry if i say that you know mister's all open source anyone can build it integrate new cores this is going to be like in the analog universe so it's not really clear who can you know submit cores how you bring in the cores but they've already said that they will be able to run snes genesis slash mega drive and everything below at, at a minimum I don't think it's going to run every SNES game though, because some of the SNES games have very advanced like additional chips, like the super FX two and things like that. So yeah, I think the logic elements that these FPGA chips have, it just, I don't think it's possible. So, but you probably get like 95% of the SNES library okay. and below. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I like as much as I feel like it is a beta device, it is pretty cool to be on that ground floor, seeing things flourish. Like I'm really enjoying that part of it. So yeah, I mean, but, like, this will definitely tide people over. I mean, like, this has got all the, you know, heavy hitters people have patched now, like, you know, stuff like, uh, you know, Super Mario Land 2, you know, Kirby's Dream Land, Pokemon, like, all the Pokemon games, I think, are done. You know, so, like, this is, like, 90% of the library that most people think about. Like, think of, tell me a game, and I'll tell you off the top of my head if it's been patched or any. Revenge of the Gator. Then don't. Don't pick ones that are like out there, and you know That's, I actually Revenge genuinely. Revenge of the Gator is not that out I there. Actually, I, you really... asked me to pick. You asked me to pick one. No, it's I know a game. You're it's brain. a game you used to own. Mm. I love that game so much. So <laughs> is, is it them... done or no, not? It's not. But I really okay, want well, to. Well, you asked me. What I, I love that. that. That's my favorite pinball game on on yes. the Game Boy. I wasn't favorite. saying that to be an asshole. Legitimately <laughs> asking was a French of the game. That's Someone done. requested it. I haven't requested any okay, games. I think okay. that's a bit obnoxious to request games. You probably but... knew I was going to ask that as we were asking that question. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, look, I, I I doubt we'll cover anything analog in the coming weeks until they do the one point one patch. Oh, don't put. I wouldn't put money on that. <laughs> no, that's mm-hmm. I'm just joking. Around. Well, that covers. And I doubt we're going to see the device again. Uh... Which device? This one. Yes, like, I gotta show it like better in the light. Like the, I should because show it the blends into your T-shirt. Yeah, I know. Um, that cover that covers the news, the main body of the news this week. But we will move on to one min for the swing. So as we wrap up the news, and we'll bring up the counter shortly on the stream, in the video feed. Uh, Swinny has one minute. Uh, every single week, we're adding one word that Swinny has the. <laughs> Play until he cracks. 
and then it goes back to Mike. And so. I'm expecting Mike has added an extra word here because he was arguing that no. it should be 183, nope. not 182. So I... I'm expecting some swerve when I'm reading this. So just Mikey, no touchy. You know, there's okay. no exact definition of what a word count is. I didn't know that. Like that, that's debated. Mm. Like no one has agreement on that. Is an incredibly more than uninteresting characters. fact, right? How's that un- incredibly? Un- <laughs> that's that. How can you say? The English language, we do not know what the definition of a word is. And you go, that's incredibly uninteresting. Are you kidding yes. me? Are yes. you alive, sweetie? Do you have a pulse? <laughs> I'm waiting Maybe. for you. You can start Maybe. anytime. I'll All just right. jump across. It runs in Final Fantasy <laughs> Juice. Okay. Remedy have partnered with Tencent for a new free-to-play co-op shooter named Vanguard. Final Fantasy 16 producer Naoki Yoshida has announced that development was delayed by almost half a year and that more news will be coming soon in 2022. In Famitsu Magazine's end-of-year interview special, Hideo Kojima has confirmed that, confirmed that Kojima Productions are currently working on two different titles. After three years, Riot Games has settled its class-action gender discrimination lawsuit for $100 million. Square Enix president Yosuke Matsuda has penned a letter saying the company supports the use of NFT and blockchain technology in gaming. Elden Ring director Hidetaki Miyazaki said the From Software team felt extra pressure after Bluepoint's Demon Souls remake upped the ante for graphical fidelity. After a formal investigation, Tesla has disabled the ability to play video games while driving. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild has won IGN's top video game of all time. And lastly, NFL coaching legend and face of more than 30 EA football games, John Madden, has passed away at the age of 85. Jordan Madden. Interesting. Oh, I did say Jordan. <laughs> hey, that was good, dude. You that smashed really that. good. Yeah. I think really we're going to take eight seconds up a year to bomb you out of this, yeah. man. That's, uh, Damn. You had like 11 seconds to go. doesn't get easier, I'll tell you. Well, it won't get easier because it's going to get harder because the words go up. Whatever <laughs> a word point, is, I don't know. <laughs> I I added a lot of extra words in this one because I don't know if you know, it's been a slow news period. So it yeah, does, There's a lot of small It probably makes it easier it. to say it, though. Mm. Maybe that's why you can do it faster. Some yeah maybe because mm. it's easy words he's added you and know? it's less a, facts it's less facts you know that, like just the, the random jumping around and stuff I actually didn't this is where I learned some of the news I didn't know that Final Fantasy sixteen had been delayed by half a year because I was so, kind of like mm, I wonder if it's going to come out next year yeah but the year. way all the headlines about that I think was misconstruing it a bit so the development was delayed but it wasn't. We don't know what what point that was. It could have been over mm. a year ago. It was delayed. It was just he was just saying, look, they had complications, so it's taken longer than they expected. Mm. And every all the headlines are like Final Fantasy 16 delayed, which is <laughs> technically not wrong, but it's mm. not like they had a release date and they've delayed it. You know, so you don't trust IGN with their Breath of the mm. Wild game of all time. Isn't no, that's, that your a, that's, Zelda? A fair, that's a fair pick. Like a lot of people love that, so I'm not I'm not saying that's an issue. I. I think they had their list was really weird though. Like if you if you want to check it out, like even Final Fantasy VII was like ninety eight or something, like some really weird really? stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's it was made by someone that was in the industry. Maybe I mean I don't know who worked on the list, but mm. there were there were a lot recently. of like there were a lot of picks where I'm like that seems like it should be higher up. But whatever, there's a lot of games out there. So. Oh yeah, hmm. you're right. Final Fantasy VII. You know the way to do this is you go okay. Final Fantasy VII's ninety eight. Mm, okay, but Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flags 97. Yeah. So it's better than Final Fantasy. <laughs> no. Sorry. I would actually say that is better myself. What? Actually, I didn't yeah. even like Final Fantasy 7 that much. Like, anyway, anyway, let's. We, we're, not, we're not doing a day. segment on this. We've got plenty of segments hey, to go. Hey, the I'm, thing that I'm a I'm little it up on the screen right now. Oh, there it comes. <laughs> I'm, I'm d- disappointed at Square Enix. 
might have to boycott their games. You can't, Swinney. For Why do you keep reasons, boycotting but... all these games? Like, I don't understand. No, I'm boycotting. I'm boycotting companies. So I boycotted Activision, and I'm boycotting Square Enix. If Why? Go ahead with that stupid NFT crap. Because oh, because they said that. Okay. It's look on in a roundabout kind of way. The previous segment that we did on the Panda controllers. Obviously, this is a bit of a stretch, and I'm making shit up here. But you know, access to to chips and access to silicon is affected by bullshit like this like nfts that are completely <laughs> unnecessary so i think oh it's I'm number laugh- three i'm laughing at so that. For, for people listening to this so he's going through the list in his favorite portal 2 which intergod kept saying is one of the best games ever and no, we refused to include we it. cut it Mike and I are responsible for cutting it from our game of some other year. And they said it was number three. So we're responsible for getting that cut out of the top six. Yeah. And Intergot was pissed. Maybe he's onto something. I need more IGN people (laughs) in 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 Portal 2. Well, you should work for IGN because unlike Swinney, you're a much bigger fan of of Breath of the Wild. Portal 2 does not. It's not the third best game of all time. I'm sorry. Yes, that's, but that's Portal 2 call. should be in call. the top six. Of mm. <laughs> we have to do a rerun. Oh, 2011. Yeah. Okay, that's a 2011. We need to rerun that That's year. what Ghost Soy 2011 is going to be. It's going to be the other six games. <laughs> Ghost Soy 2011. Part 2. I'm like so pissed that this is five. <laughs> wow. And you guys wouldn't allow me to put it in the six. <laughs> it's unfreaking believable. I'm actually like tortured by this, man. Oh, we just we don't agree with IG. Actually, so. killed the run cheat and everything on my screen. <laughs> I lost it. Oh, all right, are we oh. going to talk about my? Yeah, I don't know if this, this is was me ten or minutes for the swim. No, <laughs> I don't know if our topic is full throttle or full throttle. Full throttle. It's full throttle. I hope this one comes up. I don't know if that was a mistake. All right, made. let's. <laughs> Let's talk about oh, no, our... So oh, oh, boo. Dang it. Boo. Our, so uh, for our second 1995 Game of Summer, the nominee feature, we put the pedal to the metal and take on LucasArts' classic biker adventure, Full Throttle. Um, Full Throttle, yes. So and first can up, I say... Like, what version did we... Well, what am I doing here? <laughs> what oh version gosh, of this have gonna... we uh, played? So I played the remaster putting it on original graphics, okay. original gameplay, original everything, apart from controls. I did modern controls. I, I just thought, yeah, controls always need to be modernized. How about you, Mike? What did you, how did you play this? A mix of both. So I played the remaster, obviously, uh, and I switched between the two. And funnily enough, I think I actually liked the original more <laughs> in a weird way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. But yeah. So I played um, the remaster... But I had it on the other graphics, I'd say, 95% of the time. The older graphics, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time I swapped was there's some quality of life stuff, like highlighting objects. And I'm like, oh, look, oh, I just want to see what yeah. it is. So, um, but also, like, I've played through this game before. So it was more yeah. about just re-experiencing. That's why I was able Same. to get through really quickly, because I kind of remembered some of the more obtuse things. But then there's other stuff that I got stuck again. I'm like... Yeah, God, same. How like, I, how did I sure, that? it's been like twenty years <laughs> since I played this, but why can't I remember something from twenty years ago? Yeah, so. <laughs> like going behind the bar in a certain place where I'm like, how the heck did I? I ran around in circles for that one for a bit. Mm. So I, I've got something to admit, boys. Mm-hmm. I've now fallen into the Mike category of not no. beating this game. 
This is the first game of some other year game that I have not finished. Damn. I'll I'll explain Mm. my experience shortly without shitting on it too much. No, that's fine. That's fine. I played the first quarter of the game. So I got through Mm. quarter and it was just driving me fucking mad, honestly. (laughs) Right. And it was kind of weird. Like I felt like if I had done that object trick that I've worked out, that it was sort of like, oh, it makes the game a lot easier. Like there was certain Mm. items I just didn't know where they were on the screen. And then mm. when you do the object thing, it's like, oh, they're there. Like, like that's what mm. I needed, right? Mm. But I just wasn't finding it fun. And I, I don't want to go down that path too much, but... No, that's fine. You tell us the honest Then I was opinion. like, okay, like, this dri- this game's kind of driving me nuts. And then I watched the full playthrough from that quarter on. So I've seen the so, whole story, everything okay. in it, right. how they, the puzzles are solved. I mean, like, I, did, I don't think I would ever solve some of them, honestly. Yeah. And then, like, you know the credits and everything like Sweeney suggested so so before i think we get too far into that maybe could we just give a bit of background on this game just yeah go on, go on yep so this game as it as mentioned came out in 1995 april specifically so not only was did it originally come out on pc but since it's come out on like ios oh hey are you there Sweeney? i think he is frozen oh are you there mike yeah, I'm still here. Can oh, you hear me? Sorry. Oh, and Sony's yeah. back. Yep, yo, sorry, yo, yo, yo. crashed on the window crashed on me. Can you guys hear Welcome me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, right, yeah, yeah. sorry. Welcome back. Welcome yeah, back. so yeah, yeah. you're on the thanks. recording, everything's good. All right. All good. Let's so, not talk ill of this game, because it, it <laughs> seems to be alive <laughs> and sentient. So <laughs> trying to destroy the show. This is the best game ever made. Okay. <laughs> so basically as we mentioned earlier, this is a LucasArts adventure game. So if anyone that's played anything like Monkey Island, Day of the Tentacle, Sam and Max, like this is in that ilk. Uh, it actually was their 11th adventure game, and it was the 10th to use their famous Scum engine. So Scum. it's so I mentioned it was a came out PC, but it was a, actually their first game to come out only on CD-ROM because it had full voice acting. And we'll mention some of the voice actors a little later. And that remaster release that we all played came out actually came out in 2017, but got added to Game Pass late uh, sometime last year, as mm-hmm. obviously Double Fine became part of the Microsoft family. So it's. It was a game essentially created and written by Tim Schafer, who's obviously gone on, who was, you know, famous for Monkey Island, um, Grim Fandango, and then went on to form uh, Double Fine after the success of, like, your Psychonauts and stuff. So, obviously, very, very highly regarded. Not everyone's cup of tea, but in terms of the adventure game space, he's one of the, you know, the forebearers and one of the, the big names there. Production on the game actually took about a year and a half. So, back in 95, that was actually pretty long for the time right, that's quite a lot yeah and a lot of that is because of the high production values for its time so i mm-hmm. mentioned it's actually got um you know like full voice acting and and it's actually the animation um done by i think it's the same engine they used for rebel salt 2 so full fnb and everything like that mm. and the soundtrack's actually done by like a real band at the time so there was actually a lot going on in this game but yeah so look it's I mentioned it's it's one of those it's a point and click so you basically you know you point on a screen you move a character around you can bring up a context menu to like use an item kick it look at it uh, talk to it or you know taste it or whatever um, from a gameplay standpoint it's pretty much that you get basic inventory system you know there's obviously dialogue choices it's pretty much built off the back of Dave Tentacle which came out two years prior. But then you can see where they then took this for like Curse of Monkey Island two years after that. So it's it's interesting. Now I've replayed this, I really see the steps where they LucasArts went. And it's kind of wild how 
to look at this game and then realize that Monkey Island 2 was only four years prior. So, like, that game looks primitive compared to this. Mm. So, but yeah, look, it's step. It's from, a, I guess, like a setting standpoint. Um, we didn't mention anything about setting of worms because obviously that's it's, it's worms, but it's a kind of a really unique um setting like initially i'd forgotten that this game is actually set in the future yeah um, 2040 right yeah yeah so it's while you play as a biker like there's there's hover cars there and there's you know like it's kind of it's kind of a really weird mix of like i wouldn't say old but like um uh, real like current day and future day and they mix it in a way that's like you're of the old world almost and, and can i just say on that like their articulation of that is pretty accurate really because you know, we're 2022 now, so 20 years from now, mm. I could see not hover cars, but electric cars yeah. kind of making everyone to go, uh, self-driving car, why are you driving a motorbike? Like, they should ban motorbikes. They should be like... So I feel like it's pretty on the money, actually, for mm. being, what, like 25 years ago? It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And it's a realistic future. Mm. Yeah. This is one of the first LucasArts games that I can think of. I haven't played the dig, so if this doesn't, I'm not sure, but... Well, they tried to blend a little bit of an action element to it as well, which <laughs> is very hit or miss in, in my opinion. Yeah. What's up missing? <laughs> I found that... Are you talking about the parts where you, you're you on the bike? Yeah. So, yeah. A, but, a lot of miss personally for me, but yeah. Yeah. So, but the thing is they're almost... When I actually realize what you do with those sections, mm. they're almost puzzles in themselves. So they while are, they're set I, up... Yeah, yeah. While they're set up as action... The idea is, for instance, when you actually, you have to do a little bit at the start, but when you actually get to the point where you actually have to fight the other gang members, it's almost just a cutscene to get an inventory item and then you use that inventory item and another one that is yeah, susceptible right, yeah. to it. So yeah. it's almost just a like an interactive FMV as opposed to a pure action sequence. But in saying that, I mean, I think they dabbled a little bit in one of the Monkey Island games with it, but... It's clearly wasn't their forte, and I think they kind of realized that with something like Green Fandango, which doesn't have any action in it whatsoever. Yeah, so that's that's the interesting one. Interest, interesting thing about this game that I think to this day is a bit different than adventure games since or before that. It incorporated elements that were not purely adventure game based. Sometimes in adventure games, you sort of get little mini puzzles that are more uh, how do I explain it? Sort of like mist style puzzles that you got to solve. Mm. Whereas this actually had real-time adventure puzzling. And I think a lot of games since haven't, in, in terms of these, in this genre, haven't really done that as much. They're more, you know, strictly adventure kind of games. Um, and by the way, I think one of the reasons we picked this game is because adventure games used to be pretty big back in the 90s. Mm. They had a, a little bit of a resurgence more recently, um, but it, it's certainly not the genre that it used to be. Uh, the point-and-click adventure genre was was pretty huge at one point, um, and then I think this is sort of it embodies a lot of those elements in 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 a really good way. Plus, adds all those really cool action adventure types of things. Um, and can I very quickly, before I forget, make a small correction about the intro, so we don't have to do it next week. Ooh. We introduced this. Who are you correcting? Well, we introduced the segment as putting uh, the pedal to the metal, but motorbikes. You don't put pedals to the metal oh, on a motorbike. <laughs> you, you, uh, you, oh, you know, man. twist the throttle to right. get that. This show's already so pretty just, long. I just wanted can, to uh, correct me a little, uh, little correction there before we, uh, 
We'll do it next week. So, okay, like so we've been going for like an hour and 20 minutes and Swinny's like, shut up, I want to get off Shut up, let's just get on. So just a couple of really quick things. Um, I, I think, by the way, with the section, Swinny, that you, you're talking about uh, with the, the action part, I don't know if you know, but you can you can press shift V and it, it automatically wins that section. Yeah, yeah. So basically yeah. they're just cut scenes. But... So they basically cut scenes you yeah. can skip if yeah. you're having difficulty with it. Um, look, one thing I found about this game, and it, it is something that other adventure games, um, it's, it's part, I, I think it's part of the core of what an adventure game is, is sometimes you run around in a circle going, what the hell am I supposed to do? Mm. And nowadays it's a lot more obvious i find because a lot of games are actually simplified in that sense but back then if you didn't have a guide for this there were certain parts where you're like how the f are you supposed like what the hell am i supposed to do next what am i supposed to use in this thing and sometimes it can get a little frustrating because say for example there's um again in the infamous part we're just talking about now you have to use a particular item and if you don't remember to use that particular item that you find not trying to say what it is in case someone wants to, to they haven't played this game yet you gotta like go through the loop and you gotta randomly run into that mm. enemy and there's like eight or ten different enemy types mm. so it, it can be a little frustrating even playing it now and remembering mostly what to do there's still parts where i'm like man this is frustrating like i'm wasting my time trying to find that enemy again yeah uh, to get that particular thing but yeah, this game certainly embodies the the great parts about adventure games and the bad parts. And yeah. that yeah. what you're saying, while there's some examples where I think that it's egregious in this game versus others, like there's major issues with the other, like the Monkey Islands and Grim Fandango. Mm. Like I would have never been able to beat, beat Grim Fandango without looking up some of the solutions. It's just would have, I wouldn't have been able to figure it out. Cause even in that game, you have to like time certain things like, yeah. Oh, that character's looking away at that time. I do something and I would never figure oh, it out. Wow. And yeah, this, there's elements like that, which I think is cool, but and way. this game has that as well. So it's, and there's definitely parts where I'm like, I have no idea what I need to do. And I had to look some stuff up. Like that's, mm. it's, that's what adventure games often you have to look stuff up, you know? And to me, it doesn't lessen the experience. It would have actually been great if I figured it out myself, but it's like, I still enjoy the experience of going through. And the story, um, which is quite cool. Yeah. And the story. And I, I will say as well that, look, this, the game is actually shorter than I was, than I remembered. Um, it felt shorter than your Grim Fandangos and Curse of Monkey Island, which is my favourite adventure game, and even probably shorter than Day of the Tentacle, although that's pretty short. But mm. I don't know if that's just because of the style it is or maybe just I remembered more of the solutions, but it did feel a bit short, but it was kind of nice at the same time. It was almost like watching a movie. Um, and on that note, so we didn't mention the fact that, you know, it's got Mark Hamill actually voices the, yeah, the villain in this cool. uh -huh. and some other side characters. And probably my favorite voice yeah. actor is the main character who the, I think his name's Roy Conrad, the voice actor passed away in 2002. I think I love the deadpan voice that he gives Ben, the main character. I just mm. think it's just great. Um, but yeah, look, I think it's a beautiful game unfortunately makes it sometimes difficult to figure out what's going on in the environment more so than probably any other LucasArts game I've played. I think once they'd gotten to Curse Monkey Island two years later, they had actually figured out, okay, we can't obscure this item in the environment. People need to find this. So they make it a lot more obvious. And plus that was a high resolution game. So it made it easier. And that's why I sometimes flip to the remastered version because I'm like, look, I just cannot remember what item mm. or where it is in here. So mm. this it definitely has its faults, but I think, Mike, what you're saying, as a representative for the adventure game genre and LucasArts, um, which, you know, and 
I think there were other candidates that year, Mike. So I have no mouth uh, and I'm a screen, which is not LucasArts, yeah. but like Ducks, Ducks Seed or Ducks Seed 2. I think it was Ducks Seed 2 at that Dark point. Ducks Seed 2. Yeah. We had The Dig all in 1995. And I think Full Throttle was a good choice. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's it comes with its faults that all adventure games do. So. And hmm. like, can I just say from my perspective and couching sort of my view, like sometimes things are just not for you, right? Like you hmm. can have the best execution of like country music, but if country music's not your thing, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't vibe with you. And like, I can fully respect the game. Like in a weird way, it's like, if I reviewed it, I think I'd be very torn because it's like, I didn't enjoy it. It's not my kind of game, but you know, if I tried to look at it more objectively, like story, like it's not like revolutionary or anything, but for 1995, very good right voice acting off the chain like still holds up to today it's still better than voice acting in 90 percent of nintendo games (laughs) not probably 99 percent of nintendo games let's be real you know uh like the art design because i played the original i think it's awesome like the sound design like you know what i mean like all the game elements are great it's just honestly for me it taught me I do not like adventure games <laughs> and it actually put me away. Um, oh, I'm totally blanking on the, the, the name of the game, actually. Uh, Disco Elysium, right? Mm. I've always been like, Ooh. damn, I really want to play Disco Elysium, right? Mm. And now I'm like, mm, I don't know if I would enjoy no, that's, it. That's not really a point in clip, though. So I don't think inspired you... inspired by that. It, it yeah, but it's more, it's closer to an RPG in terms of okay. like, yeah. in terms of, but it's an RPG based on dialogue checks and stuff like that. And um, it's meant to... to the yeah. dialogue is meant to be phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And the writing in this is great. Like, the writing's awesome. I was, like, straight into that from the start. Um, yeah, like I said, it's... I think if I was a adventure game fan, I'd be like, this is an awesome game, right? But it's just, I'd realise playing it, I'm like, okay, this is just not for me. Compared to other games, yeah. Yeah, it's just not my style. It's, like, probably one of the few... I can't really think of many styles of games I'm just not that into, but uh, definitely this style just doesn't click with me for whatever reason, but... Do you want to have the final word on full throttle, full throttle, which is definitely going to be the show title, by the way. <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, look, I just say this, this game, I think is just, it's of its time in good and mm. bad ways. And I think if you go to it in this day and age, I think you have to think about it. This is what people, people were fine with this back then, but kind of maybe just play with a guide when you get stuck. That's what I'd suggest. So. Yeah, you kind of, like, it's almost like they made those games super hard, so then it burnt, like, you, it out. you know, you patted it out. In a way, it was, like, the style. Just, like, mm. some of the games were just much harder mm. to pat out the content a bit. So, yeah, you're right. Like, you probably should just not feel I, so bad about that. No, you shouldn't, but I think there's also an element of... Uh, I think these kind of games are like any other genre. You get better at these games when you play more of these games. And certain things might like actually, dirt. no, I well because we don't play them that regularly though. How often do we play adventure games, right? I think if you regularly play adventure games, you get the logic behind like the some of the stuff, yeah. the pattern, and you're like, wow, something that might seem totally stupid and illogical now. Once you play a bunch of adventure games, you're like, oh, it makes sense why that rubber chicken needs to be used for something like that. <laughs> the rubber right? chicken and the pulley so, is the most. You know what I mean? Like it makes sense after a point oh, because you realize you got to do stupid combinations. Yeah. Oh my god. No, yeah. I got stuck Sorry. right at the start, where it was like, I needed to padlock... Get out of the bin. ...the door, the go... Dude, I got stuck at the bin. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck? 
fuck am I? Like, what's I've... going on with this game, man? It's understandable. It's completely no, it understandable. Is. It, it's like that, yeah. The way the game and is. We're, it we're makes all... me laugh when you say the bin. I'm like, that fucking bin, man. And we're all older and we feel like we need <laughs> to, like, we can't waste time as well. So. There's an element <laughs> of that, true. yeah. But if that's the only game I could afford as a kid, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's different. All right. All right. Gaming well, resolution. Yes. So, mm. as it's time to close out the year that was 2021 with a bang or a whimper, it's time to see if we passed our 2021 New Year gaming resolutions or not. So, do you guys want to run through? I'll bring it up on the screen, but run through I'm what scared. the resolutions are. I'm scared. Yeah, well, I'll wait for it to come up first. Well, oh, no, sorry, I was yeah. trying to get oh, you to yeah, yeah. fill oh, in the no. dead air, and I said, do I need to write a note down to... Remind you and said, no, no, I got it, boy. I got it. <laughs> All right, I've got, I got it up you, anyway. Bam, I got you. <laughs> nah. Uh, these are our 2021 gaming resolutions. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through what the resolutions are and then shame the, those who have failed and celebrate the, the victors. Okay. Victor, maybe. <laughs> so 2021. So I had play Ring Fit Adventure every day, complete the Dirty Dozen list, so 12 games, very classic games to complete. And publish a game. Mike, do you want to go through what yours were? Yes. So my 2021 resolutions were number one, to buy less games just because they're on special. Number two was to play less games in general. And number three was to make a game. Yep. Pretty good resolutions, I'd say. Yeah. And my resolutions were to complete 100% of achievements in the Assassin's Creed series uh, that I hadn't done yet. Complete all single player Final Fantasy games that I hadn't done before and reach an, uh, an achievement completion total of 250 RPGs, which was essentially an increase of 31 games. And and I have already done a re- my review of our resolutions, which is mine are too ambitious, Mike's are too ambiguous, and Swinney's <laughs> are too non-resolution-y. Like, just what you normally do is not a resolution. Not what I normally do, but ramped up. So. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, you'll see. But look, I gotta, I gotta bring you down a little bit to lift you, <laughs> lift you up. <laughs> we'll get into that. So it's all relative. How yes. do, how do we want to? Do we want to just like go through each person's or do a round? I think we go by person. I think yeah, let's go by person. Head, yeah. Let's just go okay, by okay, okay. I'll, I'll keep it simple. I've got these pass fail things. Oh, Swinney's got these pass fail and half pass mm-hmm. things. I'll, I'll judge myself. So on the dirty dozen, I've got it down here. Swinney's got it down here. Some of these games, like, okay, by the way, I have, like, started uh, every single one of these games apart from The Last of Us. So I've actually started okay. them all. Started, yes. Yeah. So, so I'd say that's a pass. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> well, I'm I, pretty sure it says complete <laughs> I somewhere have up there. not mm. beaten one single one of these games Damn. in a year. <laughs> that's a big fat fail right there. Boom. Oh, well, no, you Wait, put in the result. I thought, no. I, no, so you put the fail in the scorecard and put the result of zero games. Oh, so, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, I just... Okay, with, zero. Yeah. Okay, yep, yep, that makes sense. Yeah. Zero. Make it red, cool. Swinney. <laughs> I, can't, I don't what know is that, Why is that green? <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. And by Wait, the way, I just... actually do this. Just in case we need it, if someone if someone attempts to, like, pull pull a dodgy and say they've completed one and we, we're not sure about it, I've got this extra thing that I've put here now. I don't know if you guys can see it, but it's... I've cut off the P off pass. Ah, there we go. Excellent. It's <laughs> the ass. I reckon you've very done good, this for me, good. you bastard. All right. So that's the one. Now, Ring Fit. Like, look, the thing is, I got injured. So I couldn't play it every day. 
right? Okay. Too ambitious to say every day, but I checked where I got up to in the game. I got up to world 13 and then I checked how many worlds are there mm. and there's 23. <laughs> that's so, that's not, a pretty good that effort. Great. That's that's still a good effort, I reckon. Oh, well, so it's the more met, than halfway. So the, met, so the metric is 23 worlds, not days that you've played. Well, okay. So I the other thing I discovered day. is that... I put a metric here, we'll ignore it. I'm, no, I'm no, but like, yeah. so I'll explain. So what happened was I checked the switch, but when you switch switches, you lose mm. all the data. So okay. I didn't have any on my play data, like in terms of the daily uh, play yeah, data. So I, okay. it would be like a wild ass guess to know what that was. Okay. <clears throat> I, I'll say it like this: to complete a world, it takes way more than like a day. Like it probably take know, like yeah, three or four days. So you could do some quick maths, Winnie. So it's like I think it's still a good result. Times four, so about fifty, I guess. So you so, could say it that way as well, Winnie. So I guess it could so be one. Like, but would that make sense? That means it's what one seventh of the year, which means you stop playing sometime in Feb, late Feb, uh, early March. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so probably probably is about that. So no, do we I'd want, say that's do we a want, fail. So you're gonna put you're not gonna put like the partial pass. Nah, you did some of I it. could put a well, P. Do you have a P? Just a P. I don't have a P on me. No. <laughs> Now, on the controversial one, to publish Ooh. a game. Mm. So I wrote this to publish a game. That was a game published. Now, I should bring it up on the screen. So, I wonder what this is going to be. <laughs> hey, you can like Google my game. That's how, like, I, I, know, I know what I'm, this is going to be. I'm not yeah. judging. I'm not yeah, judging. And I'm just saying, I wonder what it's going to be. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to think about. I better not do this because I don't know. Like, I keep doxing myself. Dox we'll myself talk, yeah. We've talked about it before. <laughs> yes. I'm assuming. Yeah. Or, well, I'll let you explain. Yeah. So I got game builder, game builder garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just checking my switch games. Game builder garage. Yeah. Yeah. Game builder garage. So and where did we forget that name? A 2D uh, Rocket League game and published it on a site that has games that you can play, and people have commented. I've downloaded, played my game, and commented about the game. Boys, I'm gonna say this is this is a pass. This is a pass. Uh, so look, uh, are we allowed to be to play de- devil's yeah, of course. advocates here? Okay. Fight me, fight me on this. So when I when I heard that resolution, it is not what I'd imagine as publishing a game would would count as, if that makes sense. Yep. What do you I was imagining publishing it on a proper platform like Steam or whatever, or at least having it available as an exe file to download on itch.io or something. But look, I'm, I'm, I, it's something. That's the thing. It's, 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 it's a good way to to reach that goal. So I don't know. I'm torn about this one. I have to see what Swinney says. <laughs> what do you think? Like, legit, I think it kind of counts. I, yeah. I don't have an issue with it hmm. because it's your goal, right? But can no, I you ask? Judge it. You gotta judge can it. I ask? How much time did you put into that goal to complete it? At least, at minimum, a dozen hours. An hour or so. Because <laughs> I'm fairly set up. Like you bought, you got Game Builder Garage. The next day we had the show, and you'd already had the game or something. That's how quick I am. That's, uh, I'm famous for it. Dude, you should uh, you should write uh, to Kotaku. They might write an article about how overworked you are in the gaming industry. <laughs> if uh, if you want to put a pass, it's your goal. No, no, we you, have you to. Ju- we're you're, the put, you're, one, you're the one. You're the one. No, this is consensus. This is you're consensus. 
all three have to agree. Is this a pass or is this an ass or is this a It's a partial a pass. pass. Really. <laughs> it's it's, it's an a pass. pass. No, it's, it's an, an ass. ass. It's an ass. It's an ass. It's an ass. Yeah. No. It's an ass. It's an ass because because if you had actually started a game from scratch, like that that other game that you were talking about, then I think it's a it's a pair. But because right. you kind of took the short way out, it's an ass. I guess yeah. you know. To be fair, I feel like I should have get some points uh. for the ring fit thing. So it probably matters. <sighs> All right, let's get on to you, Mike. So let let's go through. <laughs> okay, so do you How guys you want the do you want the sh- the long or the short version of this? uh the couple of minutes version i don't know okay so oh because uh, you've got the whole crazy thing right you've done the analysis no i've got the whole do you just want to put a fail next to all of them because that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> well let's or go through do you, so do you want me to is... justify the failures okay okay well, so num- numero uno, numero uno. okay let, let's go with numero uno okay so Number one, uh, my resolution, my number one resolution was to buy less games just because they're on special. Now, unfortunately, it is. it turned out to be really difficult to figure out exactly what games I bought in the last year. Uh, because I, as people might know, I game on all the different platforms. So Switch, PS4, PS5, PC, freaking Xbox, GPI, bloody whatever. Uh, that it makes it really hard, and even on PC across multiple platforms, from GOG to Steam, that I, I lose track launcher. of Rockstar Launcher. Yes, yes, yes. I bought GTA. Oh, you did actually. Five. You bought twice. it twice. That's right. Because I bought it I through Epic that again. As a joke and you actually have bought a game. Realizing <laughs> that so it just awesome. it's going to run through bloody Epic. So yeah. So so absolutely. You know that in itself it should pretty much tell you how well i did at at number one which is i bought a game on special which i already had (laughs) so now here here's the interesting little here's an interesting little factoid and uh i want to be open and honest about this and you know some people might go wtf some people might go too much disposable income it's not that it's it's just i spend my money on the absolute incorrect things but I put together, um, I went through all my transactions. So like I said, I couldn't figure out which games I had bought specifically, but I could figure out how much I spent on gaming in the last year by going through every single transaction on PayPal, uh, my bank statements, uh, my EB Games <laughs> account, and doing a bit of forensic investigation on those. And I put it all together and no word of a lie in the last 12 months and i need to keep this a little quiet because someone might be listening in on this i spent eight thousand seven hundred dollars <laughs> on game related stuff that's a lot that is a lot now to can, be can fair, i just say also in australia we get taxed at the max rate of about 50 percent ballpark so that a bit less because i don't make as much but yeah. like sixteen thousand dollars to no, then spend not quite like that yeah, the math is a bit different, but yeah. That I, also includes yeah. console hardware, like Okay, so well. so I need oh, yeah, to I need console. to I need to specify <laughs> this. Okay, yes, yes. So so hang on. So so it might it might be a shocking amount, but it is what it is. That it's mm. it's gaming related. So as a breakdown, you know, a GPU sets you back nine hundred and fifty bucks. So that's one eighth of the amount basically. No, once, oh sorry, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's a I bit was, I was more doing than the pre tax yeah. amount again. Um then you know you're looking at stuff like the um, you're looking at stuff PS5? like the Xbox that I bought. I think the PS5 oh, fell into the last you bought it the year. Other year. Holy shit. Yeah. Um then you're looking at, you know, uh spending money on the um, the analog pocket. 
So in terms of hardware, it adds up. Look, mm. you look at four hundred and fifty odd dollars on uh, the Oculus. You know, all of that you were kind of hardware. Right? I don't have my money back yet, so it's still technically really? spending it. Yeah, <laughs> so because I had to return it to the US. Whoa! So, so you don't have yeah. it, and, and it's Christmas time. So <laughs> I don't have my money. I don't shit, have an Oculus. Dude. I got nothing other than I'm an idiot. Uh, and look, in terms of the other breakdowns, I think the number one, the number one biggest culprit was definitely EB. Um, that's because all the consoles, a lot of the games and stuff, I get through them because of price matching and stuff like that as well. Um, it does include, I don't know if this counts, but whatever I included it, uh, pre-orders for collector's editions of, uh, Elden Ring as an example, because mm. it is money spent in my in, you in get this a year, lot of those so pre, like those super collect. You get like not as much as I used to. Not as much as I used to. Mm. Absolutely not. Um, but it does include the the <laughs> the four hundred and fifty dollars I spent on the best ever collector's edition of any game that's going to make me so much money in the future, which is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. That they subsequently for four hundred and fifty dollars ended up clearing them out for one hundred and fifty dollars because no one wanted them. Mike, can I ask? Yeah. Uh, do you think you spent less than last year? Honestly, it's probably about the same. Is the crazy part? This, this was <laughs> so to me. This was actually a wake up call. It was a real wake up call because you don't realize, you know, if I look at this, Nintendo, Nintendo contributed eight hundred thirty one, and that doesn't include hardware. And you don't even it's like Nintendo gaming. And well, it's not that I don't like them. I'm just not like the biggest number one fan. But the problem is when you when you talk about eight hundred thirty thirty one. Um, and sorry, that actually included a, a little bit of hardware because it included some Sega stuff that I ended up getting for a friend. So I'm like, do I include that or not? The controllers and stuff like that. Whatever. I, I, I put them under that account. Um, it's little things, man. You spend 20 bucks on this game. You spend another $10 on this game. It freaking adds up. When you do a breakdown and you look at this, it's insane how much you spend. So the reason I ask is because we have to come up with a result for you. So this look, one. Yeah, the result, first, the result I would like to say is a big, giant, massive well, fail. Can we put in the result? 8,700? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's negative everything. <laughs> that's the result. Yeah, that's, okay. it's a big epic fail. Hey, can I say quickly, Pre- Mike, if you yeah. said to yourself, Maybe this is 2022. Hmm. I've got a hundred bucks each week I can spend on gaming. Right? Mm-hmm. That so seems like a lot. Two hundred dollars a year. That seems like a lot, right, to me personally. That is what, well, yeah. But yeah. you would take a that's big a chunk. You're in a very positive direction if you're doing that. You know, yeah. that's a that's a cut of like about forty percent of what you spent last year. And yeah, I'd still take a hundred dollars a week on gaming. It's a lot. Oh, it's insane. It's a lot. But I mean, if you if you guys were to actually look at the stuff that you spent on when you consider hmm. amiibos, when you consider all that kind of it's crazy how much I'm, it adds up. Oh, but to. I'm happy with it. So that's the difference. Yeah, I'm not, not happy. Unhappy. It. it is what it is, man. No regrets. Yeah, Mike, sense. I don't. <laughs> I don't look down upon that like from a position of oh, I'm so much better. Mm. Like I have no idea how much I spent. It could have been close to that. Could have been more. I don't know. All I know is we all spent a lot on video. That was just Chemco, it's a lot. Like eight thousand seven hundred. Yeah, a lot it's of probably just Chemco, yeah. a lot of Chemco <laughs> games. Even yeah. line item in their PNL. So when you Sony Costello, Xbox user. <laughs> so number two to play less games. So number in two, two. What's okay, the result? So that look, the results. I'm just going to be outright say I, I think it's a fail. No, what's the result? Yeah. So same amount of games, games, more games. Um. Probably about the same amount as the same previous amount. year, to be honest. Same, yeah, I'd probably say about the same, spent, yeah. Same amount played. Yeah. And so then to make a, a game. Fat fail. Uh, so I too made a 
game builder garage game. Yeah, but I didn't publish it, so it doesn't count. But <laughs> no, I technically but made Mike, it. You made it. Mike, yeah, it, was the, it was the demo one, the tutorial one. <laughs> Mike, okay, so let's get, let's get back to that in a second. Mike, your resolution yeah. was not to publish a game, it was no, to, it was make to make a game. One. So yeah. it was way easier no. to achieve compared to Into Gods. Yeah, and I still failed it. So you're you don't consider that a pass? No, no, absolutely not. No, okay. Because because to me and to me this is what ultimately I feel is the intent mm. behind that resolution, and the intent behind the resolution was to actually make a game. Like I'm talking about a Unity one, Unreal, whatever, anything, and even if it was some really crappy game maker style, basic. I made a bunch of sprites and it's playable, and I had an executable you guys could play. Okay, that would have probably counted, but no, this is this is a fail. So total fail, tutorial, fail, fail, fail. Tutorial made. This, this was the year of, of failures made. for me. <laughs> I'm gonna join you, Mike. I'm gonna fail myself. Really? Oh the... no, I'd like you I being an ass. Like, no, I, I don't want to be an ass in the thumbnail. And then <laughs> I feel the same as you. Like my idea was like I want to make like even if it's on itch.io or something like that, right? I want to make a game that people can play and criticize hmm. the same shit. Um, I just realized I'm just too ambitious and too time poor. So yeah, Swinny, you guys were very ambitious. Yeah, very ridiculously so. I was well, ambitious. It's really ambitious not to spend money. Yeah, yeah. that's. <laughs> I was so ambitious. <laughs> I was I was ambitious in terms of in terms of volume of what I wanted to do, but not in terms mm. of like, hey, I'm going out of my wheelhouse. This is all comfort zone, <laughs> Swinny. <laughs> So for, look, I've already talked about this on the show by like half, just over halfway through the year, I'd already gotten all the achievements in the Assassin's Creed series, completed them all. Um, I had to then recomplete that about four separate times as they added new achievements. Mm -hmm. So the result is 100% of the achievements for the Assassin's Creed series. That's Are you going to enter or do you want me to enter Um I'll put the pass. And, and I, what I, what I really account. like is that there was there's no cheating there. It's not, oh, I completed them back in, this, I don't know, August or something. Yeah. And then I don't care about the yeah. DLCs after that. No, you actually stuck to it. New yeah, DLC, fine. I got to finish it. Just like Final Fantasy, like, these were the things I had to do. Obviously, I didn't go create a new account and complete them all from scratch. That would have been insane. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, the second one... So I talked a lot about that this week in our private chats and stuff. Complete all single-player Final Fantasy games I haven't done before. I ended up beating Final Fantasy X to midway through the 31st of December. So midway on so the last counts. day, yeah. I finished the game. Nice. That was, nice. That was a hell of a marathon. Those games, considering I, like, I sat there watching all the cutscenes and everything, like they're so long. Wow. And to, you can skip them. I never wanna... ever recommend anyone trying to beat three Final Fantasy games in two weeks. It <laughs> no. is it is not. I wouldn't recommend uh, people trying to beat ten? one Final Fantasy and, game. And it's in like two I'm weeks. an idiot. I had I had like three months of easy time to really play them, and I left three of them into the last. I like moment. how he calls himself an uh, idiot, yeah. and then you go back up to an idiot, and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you <laughs> exhibit tutorial A made. and exhibit B? <laughs> tutorial made. So my now, wife... wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta put a Phoenix right objection. Now, Mike, Mike, Mike. Yo, yo. Can you explain to me yeah. why? Now we agreed why this made sense before, but mm -hmm. there's new evidence that came to light. Why oh. Final Fantasy VII remake is not counted? Because I didn't oh. want to uh, have that. In, in it my says list. complete all single yeah. player Final Fantasy games. He hasn't oh. done before. Now you said and he does, has a PlayStation I can't do now. it because I don't have a PlayStation. 4 no, or 5. no, no. And we kind no. of went, okay, that's fair. Hey, 
cut your shit. <laughs> I had it in from the beginning. It does not include that game because no, first of all, I think he did all, say that. Yeah, he did. No, no, yeah. it's it was there no, from no, the I beginning. Know, I know. Yeah, and the and Final Fantasy IV the after years as well because first of all, I didn't want to play those games this year. I don't probably ever want to yeah. play Final Fantasy after years. Um, plus the key, the whole point of this was to experience the Final Fantasy games I hadn't played before remake while is its own thing is also a remake of seven i wanted to play the games that i haven't played mm. not that's why but, that's why i didn't also say hey it's the original snes version whatever like mm. as long as it's a version of the game it's fine and that's why up front i said not final fantasy 7 remake first of all we talked about it previously i'm probably going to wait a long time to play that until even the second one has come out you know so man all the things are pass. It's I'm pass. giving it to you as a pass because I think I think ultimately <laughs> there's no, there's no it's, the, saying, it's the intent behind it, be it and whether <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it was all unlike Mike, I made my everything clear up front about what it included. Well, no, if you're right, include. complete all single player final fantasy. Does games. not yeah, include. I'm saying <laughs> I made it all. You need to have a little out. one here. You need to have a little thing up here that says asterisk. I like Forgotten. how I'm the guy that's got receipts and I'm the guy. <laughs> you guys have got all fails and I've got receipts. Hey, anyway, you, uh, this is a painted, this is a painted okay. pass. This is a Max Verstappen pass right here. But go, go on. <laughs> all right, my last one, which I've already mentioned I've completed, but I'll obviously say yeah. reach an achievement completion total of 250 RPGs. So that was increase of 31. I reached that what? around mid-year. So <laughs> that's I, crazy. So yeah. I said, well, what? What does that mean? amazing. 31, that's nothing. So I ended up <laughs> yeah, reaching... how many did you complete? 262 completed Damn, RPGs. This is like a, a pass plus an ass at the end. <laughs> it's a pass <laughs> ass. ass. It should change everything to a fail. <laughs> pass plus ass. Um, now, the, the benefit of that is obviously I'm going to keep playing RPGs regardless if I reach that 250. But mm. what I wanted to talk about, so if you Indigo, if you can scroll down to the bottom of this page. All the way down? All the way down. Uh-huh. So, obviously oh, I wow. needed some Proof. receipts. So this is my verification <laughs> of it all. Damn. Here, I've got all the 100% of the, uh, the Assassin's Creed series and the ones I needed. I've got all my save files, the times, the end screens of Final Fantasy, and I've got all the games in my 262 total from True Achievements. This is where it's scary, is the time. Now, some of this is a prox, but it's pretty close. Oh. I estimated it would take me about 1,600 hours to complete this. It actually ended up taking me, where is it? A total of my the Assassin's Creed 392 hours, and that's taking some time off from Valhalla I did last year, so it doesn't... These uh, are only that. for 2021, correct? 2021. Yeah. Okay. I had to... Assassin's Creed, I had to... I played 220 hours of that. I attributed 120 to last year, mm-hmm. right? Final Fantasy took me 190 hours. RPGs was 1,341 hours. So when you add it all up, it took me 19... Uh, sorry, 1,923 You were close, hours. though. I mean, I look, when you're estimating these which, kind of things, to be honest, it's not that far off. Which is a total of... Sorry, 80.1 days <laughs> in 2021. That's like no sleep. So it's like 160 wow, that's days. That's assuming no sleep, yeah. Eight, because it's... How's that even so, possible, actually? Which is 20, like 21% of my total time. So I'm not... <laughs> As much as it seems like I'm wearing that a badge of honor, 
I mm. will just say the reason I bring that up is because this heavily influenced what I want to do for 2022. Mm. Ooh, interesting. Hey, how many so, games did Blue Slime complete? Who's your arch nemesis? I don't know. I know Blue Slime. I don't know how many completed this year. You hate him. No, or her, no. Or they. the guy. The, they are awesome. No, I have they, no idea. Okay. Twenty. You've I said to me never... privately you hate Blue Slime. Yeah, you yeah, you, you're just, you're, you're recorded, trying, yeah. You've reported his account 50 mm. times. You're, you're, just try, you're just trying to just you make up a voodoo doll with their likeness. <laughs> no, I would right never ever. Camera. You're actually getting close to Blue Slime, though. I, I don't think you were this close before, right? I will never, ever catch up. No, but you'll get it. You're closer. You're way closer, right? I don't know. I don't know. They complete a lot of games that are very difficult and I complete a lot of games that are easy and difficult. So Look, by the way, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed by this, by this this proof that you have. I do like it's this. Really this cool. is this is but really cool. Again, where is uh, the only proof I have make? is if, if you want me to show you my <laughs> rental you. rental statements that I'm still renting because I can't get Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's because I'm crazy. spending all my money on freaking <laughs> Oh, wait. Hey, that's crazy. You can't afford a house to buy. I've got something even better that's related to this. Uh, a couple of years ago, just before COVID, I bought a DJI drone. Uh, the Air, Okay, well, let's get. They've already long no, in the two. Related let's, to this, let's just go. really quickly. No, I no, didn't no. bother testing it out. I also bought a Karma drone. Also didn't bother testing okay, it okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. Each okay, one's okay. 1500 bucks. Guess what? None of them work. So, at the all, summary ever. of our gaming resolutions, I, uh, Mike, and I. Fire fail, bombed out. Completely. Oh yeah, that's an epic. Fail. And Swinney oh, is God. the reigning champion of resolutions. Now, I think next year we'll have to put some point values on these things of like how much of a stretch they are. But oh, okay. Anything the difficulty curve. Anything the times zero is going to be zero in the case of Mike and I. So yeah. Mm. All right, uh, I'm a bit lost because I can't see my actual screen. Uh, let me, because I'm actually showing it. Well, it's time to move on to our 2022 yeah. resolutions. Yeah, let's oh, go back okay, to the let's three jump of into us. the 2022 resolution. Big screen us, baby. Oh, oops, I think I pressed the button twice. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gone mayhem now. So uh, we can, we yeah, can we still go. see it. Yeah, so okay, nice. go, 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 go. Uh, so, cool, cool. our 2022 gaming mm-hmm. resolution. So, I don't want to start. Mike, do you want to start? <laughs> hey, what? What? Oh, well, I'm trying to get myself start? collected. Yeah, yeah, things yeah. everywhere. So, look, I've I've mostly been uh, gaming at 1440p this year. So, you know, back in 2020, <laughs> it was it was 1080. I moved on to 1440p. introduction. Well, <laughs> go on, go on. It's very. I'm hoping it. that in 2022, I can actually game at 4K. <laughs> so that will probably mean I need to get a better graphics card. I guess I don't know, but. <laughs> That's my <laughs> okay. So that's my first twenty twenty two. For people who are listening resolution. in the audio, like I'm losing it, and Swinny actually, wa- Swinny walked off camera because he laughed so hard, and I okay. was like dying. Uh, you made the exact same joke last year. I when know. You did this that's segment. the beauty of it. It keeps going up in resolution every year. All right, All jokes aside, all jokes aside. So number one is, and by the way, these are all really lame. I would like to say because <laughs> I knew I failed all my twenty twenty one ones. So I'm like, you know what? I need realistic things that I can actually okay. pass, so I can get a little boost in two thousand and twenty three. So yep. my number one is, I would like to finish a single modern Assassin's Creed game because yep. I, I I never have since like Assassin's Creed two or three one of the ones yeah do you have any in mind probably odyssey no no don't do that don't do that just i'm trying to help you here 
Can you enter? <laughs> no, but I'm probably complete mm. a final. Uh, sorry, complete an Assassin's Creed game. Uh, well, he said modern. Yeah, modern. okay. One fine. of the modern ones. So, like, I'm talking yeah. about Origins, well, Odyssey, Valhalla, Origins and Beyond. If right? anything new comes up in Origins this and Beyond, let's just classify Origins and Can Beyond. Can you write it cool, in, yeah. Mike? Yes. Uh, I can't write it in because I'm not on the thing at the moment because oh, I've got my other okay. spreadsheet open. Sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll uh, type it. I'll type it. And now okay, I've cool. introduced a new category. It's called point yeah. value. So the metric yeah. is, you know, completing a game that is a modern, like Origins Beyond. Yeah. I'm saying we should assign a point value. So one is like, ah, that's an easy thing to do. Five is super hard. So what are, what are you proposing for the point value? Let's be quick. Well, I feel like we should ask the resident Assassin's Creed expert how this should be done. But it's just completing a game. Like, I feel like this should be a no, one. No, but I mean, like, completion. Are we talking about you get you get uh, one point for okay, completing it, but you get five complete, points or? if you do 100% everything in it. I'll no, give you two think... points if you do 100%. I don't know. What do you think, Swinny? Uh, look, just just complete the game, complete the story, give it yeah. one point. To I me, think, that's I think an achievement, sing- man. I think point. a single single game completion is worth one. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right, good. Cool. Uh, Swinny, let's go. Oh, I thought we were going to do more. All right. Oh, okay, um, you can do it all. Quick, let's go, finish. Mike. I can finish the rest, okay. So my second one is related. Again, this might shock you, but these are big things for me because what the hell, man? I haven't been able to do this for so many years now, right? So the second thing is I would like to finish The Witcher 3 because I started playing that game. Finish Finish it. I never finished it. I never finished the story. 100% just finish the story. No, like I just finished the story. I've spent probably hundreds of hours in that game and I've never finished it. All right. Easy. Uh, So I would like that, please. And... The last one on a related topic is I would like to finish Andromeda. Again, started it probably five times on multiple platforms. Never finished it. And for once, I want to be able to say, you know what? I've completed these three games. You should probably clarify Mass Effect and Mass Effect Andromeda. Apologies. Yeah. So look, it might not seem like a like a, a a crazy goal or anything, but you got to keep them. These are games that I've been wanting to finish and play for mm. years, especially The Witcher as an example. Um, I just never do. I never get around to it. So to me, actually completing these as lame as it is would be proper achievements. They're all like one point in my argument. I I agree as well, considering you played through most of Witcher 3 already, um, but that's fair enough. That's so your resolutions. Times. That's really yeah. resolutions. All right. Okay. So my resolutions. So oh, the okay, first yeah. one. I was going to go, but yeah, you go. You want to go? No, I was staring. Go on. Um, so as I've led into the amount of time I put into my resolutions mm. last year, re- heavily influenced my ones this year. So I didn't want to choose resolutions that A, impacted mm. other gaming I wanted to do, B, impacted gaming I wanted to do for the show, and C, like just didn't take the ridiculous amount of time. I'd already done, I'd already proven myself last year with going oh, crazy on that you're stuff. You're the man, you're the man. Oh. So my first resolution is... I will try out every game that's added to Xbox Game Pass in 2022. Whoa! <laughs> you just okay, crazy. Try it out. No, that's like crazy, that. dude. Try, try it out. out. Oh, I'm not complete it. I might only play half an hour. I might play two hours. I don't know. I want to try them out, and I want to be able to talk about it on the show. I, so, I actually like that. I, yeah, I think cool. that's yeah. because this. So this resolution yeah. represents me broadening to you know to other yeah. genres and learning more about different styles of games. That's a po- so. How is that a four? That's a I'm point say it's four. five. That's a point five. Borderline five, but I say that's a four. I feel Wait, like how, four you know, you know there's not that many games added each month, so I don't think it's a four. I think it's like a two. 
Oh, let's say three. A, let's say three. If you're saying that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a minute. Hang on He's a saying minute. five. I say four. He says I'm two. I'm saying so it's three. point five because... Point five? Yeah, well... <laughs> what? How hot... How hard is it to try out every game? Oh, this, to is, Xbox this is part? interesting now. I'm Mike, I don't I think it's do hard. That in my sleep. Mike, I don't think it's okay, hard. Okay, let's say it's two. Well, I feel like it's way harder to finish The Witcher 3 than it is to just try a nah, bunch I don't of think games. So. It takes dedication to actually just boot up every game. Like, but Mike, Mike I'm really. also going to talk about all of them on the show as well. Okay, you know, that's like, different. Yeah, yeah, but, that's, but that's not what he wrote there. Man, all least. he wrote there was try out. I want to see try out every game and talk about it in depth on the show. No, not in not depth. In just depth. talk about it on the <laughs> show. Motherfucker talk about to it no. to an adequate <laughs> degree Mike, on the show. Mike, you failed all yours last year. I passed mine. This resolution is not hard. It's meant to broaden my horizons. Okay, fine. Okay, I'm not, I'm not shitting on your resolution you at all. I think it's, an, it's a really cool resolution. I love okay. the resolution. Oh, that's awesome. All so right. wait, what is it? Is it two. two points, surely, right? That's yeah, one whatever, point. two. Wait, wait, so, no, no. Can we say the metric at minimum booted up? So you're actually saying talk about each game. Talk about it. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, <clears> like, yeah. You can put that as a metric if you want. Um, so my second resolution is complete, and I have to give some context, complete my PS pile of shame. Oh, oh wow. PlayStation Pile of Shame. So oh, I had this whole uh, Dirty Dozen, so you've gone with the Pile of Shame. Mm. I like it. So this, is, it. this is 13 games because I want to do one Whoa. more than and, the Dirty and Dozen. And he's going to 100% <laughs> each one of them, the motherfucker. Uh, I don't know 100%. I just want to complete them. So, But what I want to be clear, these games... I'm not setting an exact list. The reason being, right? <laughs> I'll just say, give it a... Oh, no, I'll give some examples. Basically... PlayStation console exclusives, whether or not they're Sony made or not, they're console exclusives to PlayStation uh-huh. that I haven't had the chance to play because I never had access to them. Now I've got a PS5. I can play a lot of the PS4 oh, and obviously okay. PS5 games. Hmm. And maybe if I can get myself a PS3, might include some. The reason why I don't want to set what the games are is because, for instance, if I start Uncharted 1 and I don't love it, I'm not going to put myself through the hassle to go and complete all of them just because I put it on a list. Mm. So it's basically I have to complete thirteen games. So it could it could include ah gotcha. It could include Neo, Neo Two, Uncharted One to Four, The Last of Us One or Two, God mm-hmm. of War Three, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, any game that's basically a PlayStation console exclusive that I haven't played because I didn't have one. So that's okay. my and thirteen of them, and it's my PS publishing. Just 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 a small a, a small thing I would say is I would put that in the title of it. Is it complete any of any 13 from the pile of shame? No, not no, any 13. Th- well, no, but this reads 13. to me is to complete my pile of shame. But yeah, but I put it in the metric, the 13 PS console exclusive games. We're talking about semantics I, here. Like, I know we're talking hey, about semantics. semantics. Did you I know, not hear the Final Exactly. Intigod's <laughs> going to come back next year and go, oh, but you haven't completed your entire <laughs> no, but that's PS where the- pile of shame. But that's where so, the metric that's mm. where the metric comes in. We've recorded it. Okay, there. cool, so, cool. As long as yeah. No, but I'm gonna yeah. go back to that other show to see if it was that we said it was because of Yeah, your... I did. No, no, I said I didn't want to include it. Like I said Dune does not include. It didn't okay. have to say why. It didn't include, dude. Come By on. By the way, so far I love yours way more than I love yeah. mine. And my last shit. Yeah, mine are shit. And my last one. Fix them. My last one. Wait, wait, no, we haven't done the point value. So I'm going to argue oh. this is three points. 
Because you yeah, can play games enough. like nothing. But it's, some, well, it's something. No, it's, yeah. you, some I, of these games aren't long. And so I'll give you more I'd credit because these are not achievements that yeah, you can okay, get. So <laughs> none, of, none of my goals relate to achievements. Okay. Ooh. So what do you say? Three? Is that fair, Mike? Yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so my third resolution for 2022 is to complete a soul level one run of Dark Souls. Whoa. What? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Write it in. What? To complete a soul level an one. An SL1 run. run <laughs> yes, of, an SL1. Of Dark Souls. Complete wow. a soul level one run of Dark Souls. That means That's, I cannot level uh, impressive. up. It is a famous run that probably thousands of people have done, but it still seems very tough and challenging. Oh, something okay. I've always wanted to do. So while the other represent like me broadening my horizons and me filling in, you know, the my history... This represents mm. me wanting a difficult challenge. That's cool. But, but if five. you said that thousands of people have already done that, it's more like a two or a three, right? <laughs> <laughs> you could put a, a no, four. dude, that's a five. That's a five. That's a four five. or five works. That's a five. Works nah, that's, a five. Like, that's a five. I'm kidding. Um, this is where he's like, oh, I'm, I'm okay at Dark Souls. I had to know who hit run the other day, but, you know, it wasn't no, but that's the thing. No, but that's the thing. I'm not, like, I complete those games, but I'm not, like, I, I died of the bosses even though I've beaten the game like 10 times. Yeah. Like, so this is going to be a real challenge, but something I've been, I would have already started this last year, but I decided mm. to make it as a goal for this year. Mm. So so Same. I have done a similar thing to you, Swinny. I've realized I'm far too ambitious. So I need to go like easy, medium, and then stretch. So my first one is finish the story of Ring Fit Adventure. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. There you so... Go. Beats another eleven. No. Yeah, eleven left. So what are we saying yeah. w- with the point value here? Given uh, that I failed uh, this based on last year. <laughs> well, I reckon too because it also requires physical effort. To true, do, true. Right? Two so. sounds good to me because right, you yeah. you are part of the way there. So mm. uh, okay, then my second one is maintain a positive ratio. Uh, completed games to bought Aha. games. Okay, that's cool. I like that. I feel like I yeah. buy games yeah. and then okay. I play a little bit, put it on my shelf and buy another game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is, I need to like change this dynamic. I don't like it. I'm getting yeah. uncomfortable. I'm turning into Mike here. <laughs> this is, yeah. I'm happy to buy games and then it's like, you know, cool. But having games and just sitting there and not even playing through half of it is just mm. bothering me so. so can i ask right a does this include like digital games you've gotten for free no because i said okay. bought no okay yeah no that's mm. fine and the second question was do you currently have a positive ratio oh no no way so what i was wondering should it we clarify it's like reach and maintain or something or if you just want to put maintain i'm just thinking oh, like to clarify, you're not there at the moment no no know, no so. uh yeah it's starting from now though, right? Isn't it? It's, it's the ratio from now. So if you buy any game now. 2022 positive ratio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. That's, yeah. that's a cool one. That's yeah. A that's cool a good one. one. That yeah. seems like it'd be tough, man. I think it's tough, but it's, it's the, this, I, I wanted buy less games. So for instance, I will not buy the Advance Wars and Advance Wars 2 remaster, not remaster, but you know, yeah, I guess mm. it's remaster that they're doing. I'm not going to buy it. I already mm. like, can play them on the Game Boy Advance. I love those versions. I would just buy that shit. And I'm like, why am I buying this? This is yeah. like just, I'm buying it for the sake of buying it, right? Do you, 
do you have any idea how far off you are now? Or <laughs> you don't know yet? No, I'll definitely be like a fair way off, to be honest. So that's what, because I'm thinking that sounds like almost a five to me. Ooh, a five? Geez. Okay, I'll take it. It's a five. I reckon it's a three, but... <laughs> Alright, we'll go four. But uh, that's what I'm we'll saying. Like, it depends how many games yeah. he has But to, to be fair, I'm going to buy a lot less games. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you guys this right now. And when I'm I wondering say, how well, many... I told you guys that last year and look what happened. And but that's why knowing how far you off it really makes a difference there. Because I thought you said you're well away, so I'm thinking that's dozens of games. Mm. Uh, like, I... How many games? I think I bought, like, I would have bought like 20 games last year. Easy. And I didn't finish 20 games. No way. Okay. I think I'd be about half. Like I, I, I reckon I, I buy two games for every game that I complete. I reckon so you're not right at that far off positive ratio if you have to be more, is it more than It's half doubling. I got to double the complete games or like half oh, okay. the games I buy or whatever. So. Okay. And then the yeah. next one will right. kind of like challenge that a little bit. So <clears throat> my last stretch one is... I want to have played, hmm, play, yeah, I'm just saying played, significantly played. Can I say that? Significantly played. World of Warcraft. All of the, all of the 2022 Game of the Year nominees. So the Game Awards nominees. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So you've. How many have you played of those so far? Metro Dread, obviously. No, 2022. Oh, 2022. That's why Sorry. it's hard. Sorry, I thought you were talking about... Mm, okay. okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. That is tough because what, they announced them in December and who knows? Mm. Obviously, there's some that are going to be obvious, but you're not going to know. But yeah, well, they, they announced it in November. Mm. You've got like... I think you have capacity to play one of the games if you have not played it. And then it's like... If it's two, it's a stretch. Mm. But if it's more than that, you're screwed. And if you're like I, me, this is you, an you interesting can stick them all though. in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> Look but, at this guy flipping his No, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying it's just like, I, it's ridiculous <laughs> I did that. This is going to be an interesting one because I'm not saying it, it contradicts point two because it doesn't. It will make it difficult. Yeah, it makes it harder. Because yeah. of point two, yeah. So what are we saying the point value on this one is? Well, the fact that you're not going to know what they are, mm. I'd say that's probably a three or a four then. I'd say four just because I've not even come close to this in the past. But what do you say, Mike? I'll let you be the final arbiter. Three or four or all like a different number, I guess. Quick, quick, quick. I'm going to go four. Four. Only because of number two. Yeah, because they right, go so, hand in hand. Ooh, this is an interesting one. Where mm. we've landed is... If I complete all of my things and Swinney completes all of his things, we're actually on the same points. Yeah. So we'll need to have a resolutions tiebreaker. Sorry. And if both of you just happen to die sometime <laughs> next, I mean, this year, then I can what win. What the fuck? So, it's like the only way I can we win this one. We both need to die. And, yeah, anyway. yeah, now, just, Mike, do you want to revise yeah. yours or are you happy with yours? Uh, I'm, I'm happy with mine right. because I want to... I wanna, I want to have a sense of achievement at the end of the year, not a sense of failure like I did today. Okay. Yeah. You've only got to be three games. Yep. That I've been putting up <laughs> for so many years. So, some so of funny. them you've played quite a bit of. <laughs> I feel like it's yeah, like the, but I have to start like, all of them again. So no, that's fair enough. It's that's like your it's always sunny, right? cold open. No, so this is <laughs> why it's like it, Mike has failed the twenty three. It is, but here's the problem, right? Like, dom, it might dom, not. Dom. It, it, it's not the the crazy <laughs> standard that that you went through, Swinney. But the reality is, I'm going to restart. 
oh, I'm going to start mm. uh, or, mm. or, uh, Assassin's Creed, one of them, and I'm going to start uh, Witcher 3 again. No doubt I'm going to put 100 hours in each one. They're all long hours. They're, they're yeah, long games. Yeah, and I don't just, like, games. do the story. I know what I'm like. No, but it says here, finish story, not 100%. So you just Yeah, need but I know what I'm like, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do everything there is Before to do. doing the story. Yeah, the way yeah, I am. Sure. I'm going to reboot so, the first one so it's aligned up. Yeah. So finish, eh? Finish, yeah, 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 yeah. finish, finish. I just put the note in as well. All right, let's let's get on to our final segment because we have been running long. Yeah, but this is really fun. I love this. And it is how... I don't think there's a space there. Big Wig's most anticipated 2022 game. Mm. So this is our most anticipated 2022 mm. games. You want me to start this time? Go yeah. ahead. I've got like a hundred honorable mentions. Like some of the big ones, uh, Mario Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Splatoon 3, Suicide Squad, Starfield. Mm-hmm. Now I'll go through. Do you want me to do the five, four, three, two, ones? Or what are we doing? Yeah, that's why I ordered it that way. All right, cool. My number five is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Cool. Nice. When I saw this game, I was like, what the hell? This is like insane. Like, what the hell are they doing with this? This looks really cool. This is the first Kirby game outside of maybe the Game Boy game that I'm like, "Mm, I kind of want to really play this game. Uh, Number four for me is the Steam Deck. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, this yep, is not yep, a game. Yep. It's <laughs> not a game. That's fair so, enough. But mm. I am really looking well, forward to the we'll Steam Deck. Yeah. Fascinated to see how it launches. I think yeah. it will be delayed again. I wouldn't be shocked if we hear news of it being delayed this week. Um, but yeah, I, like I think it's either... Steam really funny, right? Like they just either dominate something or just it falls apart. Mm. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how it lands. As part of the, um, oh, what was it? There was a leak, uh, NVIDIA leak, the NVIDIA live thing. They were saying that there's going to be a Half-Life 2 remaster. Wouldn't be surprised if they whack that in with the Steam Deck. That'd be pretty insane. Uh, my number three most anticipated game, which was also on last year's list, so this is a bit controversial, <laughs> Elden Ring. Oh, yeah, it's fair. It counts. Number two, Breath of the Wild, the sequel. And my number one most anticipated mm. gaming-related thing this year is the Mario movie. I am, like, so fascinated to see what is going to happen with this bloody Mario movie. If okay. it's going to be a disaster, or if it's actually just going to be average, if it's going to be, like, Sonic. I'm, like, super hyped about it. I'm, like, super, like, keen to see what the hell it is. And we haven't yeah. had a Mario movie for, like, 30 years, so it's going to be interesting. Steam Deck. Yeah, and Mario movie, I think you're stretching this, but whatever, it's your list. It's your list. <laughs> you can have whatever you want. On this Mike. List, hey, Mike. I guess. Okay, cool. So, uh, honorable mentions are the following four, if, I, if, if you are able to add them for me, please. Yep. So, Dying Light 2. Yep. Scorn. Starfield. And Elden Ring. Ooh, now, oh, okay. This is and and legit, look, look, look. Let's be honest here. Obviously, I'm looking forward to Elden Ring, and obviously, I'm looking forward to Starfield. But they're just everyone's looking forward to those. It's it's obvious. So I wanted my my five to actually be other things, things other than the obvious ones that I'm looking forward to. So in no particular order, uh, the day before, because I love my zombie survival shooter games. So the, the day before. Oh, the day before. I thought you the said day the before. day before. No, the day before. The day <laughs> yeah. before. Cool. What did you think he said? No, I thought you were saying like... Oh, the day I before. Don't know. Like you're just yeah, saying yeah, the, the words the day before. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Forspoken. Forspoken? Yeah, I'm actually looking okay. forward to that one. Why are you really so cool. shocked? 
hyped about that. Yeah. It doesn't really, You're like offended. I, I, I it doesn't get that hyped it. about it when we talk about it. Fair enough, I'm yeah. just it doesn't like get that your, anticipation. Your reaction was like, oh. that's spoken. <laughs> oh, dare you. <laughs> Seems fake. Okay, cool. Uh, Gran Turismo 7? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see well, that. Well, it's between that and Forza. Is that's that why actually, you that controller. Can I ask, is Gran Turismo 7 actually penned for next year? I believe it's supposed to be penned. No, I think it's coming here, yeah. This quarter or next quarter. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, cool. So, the Callisto Protocol. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, I think it's C-A-L-L-I-S-T-O. Um, Would be nice if you were in the run sheet. <laughs> I think it's double L. Uh, and then uh, the last one, <clears throat> don't worry about the full stops, Stalker 2. Don't worry about the full stops. If you want the full thing, it's it's all caps with periods in between. Yep. A two colon part of Chernobyl. Just put, right, I'll just do the stalker too. I'll do That's the rest definitely. later. I'll do the rest yeah. later. So those okay. are my top five. What about you? All right. So Swinney's twenty twenty two most anticipated oh, he, game. He copied so something. My honorable mentions. I had this last year. Deck thirteen's oh. next game. It's going to be announced some point. It's <laughs> coming up. Uh, Elden Ring. Mm. Because this game and the next one was in my list last year. So wait, wait, wait. Is this an honorable mentions? mentions? Yes. Oh, the fuck and this. You guys are doing this shit. I'm going to do it as well for Breath of the Wild. Can I wait, interrupt I, you? <laughs> wait, I don't... Wait, I don't know what you said. No, I'm saying you guys have, like, pulled these games that... Like, Elden Ring. How is this not the most anticipated game for you guys? Because I said that I already had it in my list last year, so I don't want to put it in my top five this year, so... All right, go. You, you change yours as I'm changing mine as well. <laughs> okay, all right. Fine, you change your stuff. So, my number five... Uh, is Elix 2. So that's due in March. So I'm super pumped for that game. My number four is actually Cyberpunk 2077 DLC. I'm so looking forward to that. My number three is Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, although Mm -hmm. I may not actually play it this year, (laughs) um, just because the way I play Borderlands games. Mm. My number two is Starfield. And my number one is Avowed. What? So, Avowed yeah. is the one that's out there, like hmm. Elden Ring last time. Mm-hmm. Um, I the rumors are indicating it may be a December release, but it's obviously very likely it might not. It might push till next year. So, like Elden Ring, we took a sh- pot shot last year. That's my pot shot, but hopefully that's a 2022 release, and that's my most anticipated. So I've changed cool. mine because you guys didn't give me the memo that Elden Ring needs to be honorable mention. So no, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> mine is now. Five, Mario Rabbids 2, four, Starfield, three, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, two, Steam Deck, and one, Mario. Read the Mario room, Maker mate. Read the room. <laughs> Read the room, dude. <laughs> no, that's all good. That's all good. I just thought it'd just be boring to have the same games. Yeah, no, time, I agree. So. I think, yeah, same. you know, honestly, though, like Elden Ring isn't my most anticipated game. Like just on the games, like probably Breath of the Wild 2 is. Is Elden Ring the most anticipated for you two? No, it's not. It's it's an honourable mention, though. At the moment, I'm probably <laughs> a bit more pumped for Starfield Navarre just because... Mm, okay. Wow, the really? Reason, really? The reason being, I really want to play another Bethesda-style game, but both of those games probably in that ilk, so... Yeah. I'm, like, super fascinated yeah. with Starfield more that it's, like, I never played, like, a Bethesda game when it came out live, and then I love space. I hate fantasy settings, and I kind of think... Okay, like, you know, Skyrim, but space, that works way better for me. Just, like, I like that setting more, so... Mm-hmm. 
And then, like, they haven't been on a good track recently in general, Bethesda Game Studios. I'm kind of, like, fascinated, like, do they have that magic or is it sort of gone a little bit? So, yeah, I don't know. I'm really interested in Starfield. And it's free as part of Xbox Game Pass. So that's how I play it. All right. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add to the most anticipated? No. No. That's it. Pretty happy with my list. All right. we'll, We'll wrap up the show right there. Uh, I'm now I can look at my run sheet again. So what are we talking about next week? Oh yes, of course. Game of summer, the year 1995. Mm. Mike will lead the conversation on the very short Indeed. Donkey Kong country Two. Very easy. Oh, did he God. did his Kong, did his conquest. Yeah. yeah that's the right. Way so Mike will lead the conversation and I'll be sitting there having to correct every second. <laughs> so this monkey, I mean, I'm sorry, gorilla. Oh, we're not worried about that. Uh, is... no, he is a monkey. He is a monkey. Collecting mangoes but think about that and, mike he's a he's mm. a monkey and donkey kong is a gorilla that's right so well, how, gorilla, how is he gorillas dad? and monkeys is can be friends oh <laughs> all right i never thought of that <laughs> in the weirdest exit of the show <laughs> with that we'll say bye-bye adios bye <laughs>